Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today, we are going deep, deep, deep with our first week impressions of Super Mario Brothers. Wonder, is it living up to the hype, meeting our expectations? These are the questions we're going to answer in this podcast. Our expectations are extremely high. Through the roof. Uh, One of us has finished the game, and we are going to talk and break this game down every possible way. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling this is going to be a very long episode because I've I've written down a lot of notes, a lot of thoughts. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. I've I've been wanting to... I've been playing, obviously we've both been playing this game all weekend long since it came out, just endlessly playing, 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 and I've been wanting to like dig into it with you um, and just talk about all the things. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We don't talk when we're not recording. People no, should know never. that. There's no conversation. I don't want to have anything to do with like you. This is it. This two to two and a half, whatever this is, this is the <laughs> this conversation is the for the week. communication we have for the week. Otherwise it's just like grunting. <laughs> <laughs> Hand gestures. Hand gestures. <laughs> Go away. Mostly this gesture of me shooing you away from me. Get away from me. Don't talk to me. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, if you would like to support this channel and the two hours a week that we do talk to each other, please consider joining us on patreon.com slash Krista. Everything that we do here is Patreon funded. So thank you so much to our wonderful Patreon family for sticking with us. We recently had a really fun bonus Q&A. Yeah. Which is a cool Patreon perk that our uh, some of our Patreon tiers get, and they asked us to like take a quiz basically on things that have happened. We failed the quiz miserably. We got what one out of five, we right? Got one out of five, yeah, not right? The, not the best. But um, the the coolest part about that quiz was there was a question about the most active person on Discord. Yes. And the number of messages. From our most active, wonderful Patreon family member on Discord was like ridiculous. Do you remember the number? I don't remember the number, but I remember the person. It's Jay Rando. Yes. The one and only the one Jay and Rando. Only, who, who's yes. basically good at everything. Seems like, to literally be. Literally everything. Have yet to find a weakness. There's no weakness. Jay no. Rando is like a superhero. Um, but anyways, if you would like to join our community of superheroes, yes, please consider... Checking it out. And Patreon does have a great free trial feature that will get you in at our tier that gets you early access to this podcast, get you in on our Discord, all mm-hmm. sorts of fun things. So that's a fun way to check it out if yeah. you might be on the fence. We are getting ready to do our big Halloween monthly meetup. Mm, very gonna, true. There's going to be prizes. Very true. We're going to play Wonder. Tricks People are dressing and treats. up. There's so many tricks. Not really that many tricks. There's a lot of treats. You might get tricked. Oh, <laughs> you don't that. know what's going to happen. I didn't know that. I wasn't prepared to be tricked, but uh, I guess I better steal my nerves. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. But speaking of which, happy Halloween. It is Halloween week. It is. Uh, you are apparently making a Halloween costume for me. And us. For us. And yourself. It's a, it's me a and group us. costume. Okay. Um, I was surprised. I, I, 
you mentioned this before, and I was like, oh, that's a fun idea, but that's a lot. That sounds like a lot of work. It really isn't. You have been badgering me for like years now. I have. Yes, you. Oh, you, sir. About what? Have been badgering me for years about how you would like to uh, dress up as Lucky Two, which yeah. is your favorite character. Yeah. For Halloween, but you didn't know how to do it, and you're like, you're crafty. Can't you make me something? Like, get going. So this is the year. Are you excited? I I'm very excited. I went to the excited. store. I got all of the stuff to make your costume. Today, I have to measure your head for the Lucky Two goggles. You have some other insidious purpose. This is this is like how they get you to like put your personal information into like a website. They're like, <laughs> I just need to measure your skull. <laughs> Someone's gonna clone you. So now. that I can create this machine, which will be your downfall. And it'll take over you. Ne next week, if there's like a robot in like the place Kit of Terminator, kid, yeah. then you'll know what happens hmm. because I tricked him into in, into a Locky Two costume. All right. Um you're, so you're gonna be Locky Two. Yeah. I'm gonna make you like a thing that's basically a like two two. A cloud no, tutu. not a, oh. like a cloud sandwich board. So you're like wearing like a suspender uh -huh. situation with a cloud. Yeah. And then the goggles, and I got you a shell to make into a little backpack for your little little green shell on the back. You see? And then I'm gonna be a spiny. Good. So I'll I'll have the red shell with the spines, and I'll just. I'll just give you I'll the just, heave ho out of I'll the cloud. I'll just tuck and roll, right. and you just push like, me like out the window. I'll shot put you. You just push me out the window. <laughs> And I'll just be in a, I'll just do like a, a front flip. Well, we're only going to get one shot at that video, so I hope it goes it's gonna well. It's going to be good, people. Aim for the, aim for the foam mattress yeah. on the, on the, in the driveway. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I've started. I've okay. started. It, it looks great so far. Great. There's a lot of hot glue and cotton involved, which is fun. <laughs> Please look forward to that. Yes, please uh, look forward to it. Yes, but it's just one holiday on to the next because last week was Mario week for oh, yes, us. yes, the national holiday of Mario And week. we had <laughs> nonstop Mario videos up on our channel and we just posted a bonus video, yes. which was us doing a tier list for all the Mario power-ups. Yes, there's so many. A lot more power-ups than we thought are oh, out there. Oh my goodness, there's so many. 30 plus? 30 plus, yeah. yeah. That's a lot. We might have missed... I think we did. That's okay. You guys can call us out in the comments. Again, the debate is Yoshi a power up? No. Uh, Yoshi I'll be, is a, I'll a be friend. A, I'll be avoiding any conversations along those Yoshi lines. Yoshi is a member of the family. It's not a power up that you can just discard. Well, we didn't have Yoshi on the list, so I tend to agree, but I'm yeah. sure that contingent is out there and they're going to tell you about it. Well, guess what? You're wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> number one, you're wrong. Uh, but yes, that video is out. That's our, our, I think, our last sort of Mario Week themed video. Yeah. We had so many. We ranked the 2D Mario games. We ranked the 3D Mario games. We listened to some iconic Mario music. Um, it was so much game. fun. We streamed Wonder. It. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's been fun to just again celebrate the rich history mm -hmm. that is. You know, our favorite our favorite little buddy, Mario. It's been That's right. great. I have one little personal plug for Mario Week. What is it? So we have done now three different themed weeks. Yes. We did Sonic, Zelda, Mario. Okay. Uh, I took a look at just how some of those videos are doing. Yeah. I'm quite concerned. Is that Sonic the best? No, no. Stop. That The Mario music video is not going to surpass the Sonic music one. Oh, and if that happens... You're going to be in like I'm dire be straits. I mean, uh, this video just came out, so it's too early to say. Yeah, it's been a while since the Sonic video. But help a guy out and watch that video so I don't oh, have to deal with... you got to beg the people to watch. The internal pain. This is like... 
This is Sega, Desmond, and Ten Don't all over again. I can't. In your I, life. I'm gonna be upset. We're not getting Sonic Week Two if this happens again. I'm just. Psh, I might delete that video. I delete, delete the Sonic. Might delete the channel. Might delete the whole thing. Delete the channel. <laughs> oh no. Yes. Don't let that happen, guys. Watch the video. No. Oh my gosh, I no. didn't realize it was it was up to this <laughs> just, level of panic. I just checked okay. that this week. I was like, mm, I don't like this. This is, like, <laughs> this is tapping into some internal like psychosis, right? Now. I'm never moving on from that. People should know this by now. Oh my gosh, we shouldn't but. have done this. Now you're like deeply injured on the inside. <laughs> All the other videos are fine. It's great. It's great. Care. But that that one in particular, okay. I just saw that. I was like, oh, this can't happen. Okay. All right, everyone, please save my channel. <laughs> save the channel. Our? Save the it's gonna delete the channel. Yes, watch the video. Oh my god! <laughs> Link it in the description below. Uh, All right. Uh, we also <laughs> have coming up, not out yet, our great panel from the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Yes. So good. We had to save it uh, for getting out of Mario Week. Right. Exactly. That one is ten rapid fire Nintendo developer stories. And they are zany people. They're great. My favorite one is about Mr. Tanabe, who is the producer of all the retro studio, yeah. basically all the big games produced outside of. Japan, so yes. like next level games, retro. He is very different from the other Nintendo he developers in Japan. Too much barbecue in Austin. He's become Americanized yes. in some ways, and it makes him a little bit different. Awesome. And he had some inexplicable things <laughs> that he did <laughs> at an E3. That's true. That we'll be sharing with you in this yeah, video. Yeah, that, that was that was surprising <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. Um, we have some very fun stories that you may not expect uh, about the wonderful cast of Nintendo developers. Um, so yeah, we can't wait to share these with you. It just, it really just, it makes me miss them because yeah. they're just so like awesome in, in so many more ways than you guys see when they're mm -hmm. doing these very like, you know, professional interviews and like their developer stories. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, you know, as they say in People Magazine, celebrities, developers, they are people too, so. True, true. Yes. Uh, we are also, we're now four installments in we are to our so good. Super Mario RPG streams. I'm I feel, so proud of you. I feel like we have finally hit like the real like great chunk of this game now. Yes, we're in it. Like, Everything we is got clicking. All of the important characters. We got Bowser now. now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we have all the important characters. We are like pretty deep into the story. We're like really getting a sense of yeah. We just what did the Booster Tower. Booster's a big weirdo. Booster is a creep. Um, they need to I'm, consider rewriting that character because that is that's creepy. Again, I, I played this game when it came out. <laughs> I always show the cartridge when I do the stream because you don't remember a thing. I have not played it really since it first came out. Yeah, and it's so interesting the things I do or don't remember about this game. Yeah, mostly don't. There was like one moment when we were in the booster tower. Yeah. You're like, I know exactly. I know what exactly. Like, Somehow it just clicked there. Why here? I this is like the most obscure I thing. To, I, mean, I think I need to go this way. And it's like you're right. Like, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Out of all the things, that's what you remember. It's so bizarre. I don't know. Um, but, but anyway, it's fine. we're trying to do like yeah. one get one star every stream. But at this point, we're we're on a roll now. We're on a roll. Yeah. We still have our super guy, super pistachio, wonderful superstar Patreon mm -hmm. member. That is our game genie. Um, but we're doing so good, and these streams are so much fun, and it's been great for me to like get a taste of this game before the remake comes out. So. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna keep doing these for the ones that, for the ones that you come to. That is, I'm here. I'm here. You were at a, a, AI chatbot for a couple of these. That was the wonder stream where I was the AI chatbot. I did one of these where you weren't there either. So you, well, then you've I been, you've had a poor attendance. You're not you're not getting the oh perfect the, attendance I don't record. Get the star? No. Oh, it's not no. my fault. Technical difficulties, but we figured out our technical. Difficulties. My comment on this is, 
uh, YouTube and Twitch can really do a lot more with the stream to help people get into streaming, learn how to do streaming properly. Yeah, like right now it's like you have to cobble together so many, especially since we do a remote stream with I the know. two of us being in different places. It's I like, know. it's, it's really a lot hard. of cobbling things together. And if one thing gets updated. Right. Like these things are always getting updated. You never know what's happening in an update. Right. Like something can break yeah. and then you're, you're like a chatbot for a week. Yeah. It's right. just, it's tough for us. I mean, we're, we're trying to find solutions because we do recognize that we do have a, a fairly complex streaming setup with it being remote, but like, if we can figure out how to launch someone to the moon, for God's sakes, can we figure out streaming? I said this to somebody at YouTube once. I was like, you, you really do nothing to help like new streamers yeah. get into this or know how to do it. Like, right. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't seem to care. Please. Come Mom, on. Mama YouTube, help a girl out, okay? Come on. That's all I have to help say about that. Help a girl that. out. <laughs> but yes, we're back in action. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, we are just about to get, we, we rearranged our whole plan for this show so that we could do our Mario Wonder conversation first. But first, right. got to shout out our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Factor. Thank you. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. They are the best. Like, literally, this is my go-to lunch now. Yeah. For all the weeks, every Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Because I just, no one has time. We don't have time, certainly, in the week to have time to prepare lunch. And this is the perfect go-to for that because it's two minutes in the microwave. It's never frozen, so it tastes really good. And there's so much variety. I think you can choose from like 35 plus That's right. chef prepared um, meals. So you don't get really like sick of it. So this is literally, I eat this every single day for lunch now because it's so easy and so good. Yeah, they have now kind of fall themed meals. Mm -hmm. So I'll just list a few. Cranberry pecan chicken Had and apple good. Dijon pork chops. These are good. great things, which yeah. if you were to make these from scratch would take a very long time. Right. Need a lot of ingredients, be very time intensive, but no, mm -hmm. you just get a factor, boom, you're ready to go have some delicious fall vibes. Exactly, exactly. And it's, it's so delicious and so easy. I highly recommend. And of course, if you have some dietary restrictions or you're wanting to um, be really focused on doing a protein only or a keto or a veggie like they have those options too That's right um, to make it really easy for you to stay on your stay on track with your your dietary yes. goals Love us some factors so head to factormeals.com slash kittenchrista50 and use code kittenchrista50 to get 50% off That's code kittenchrista50 at factormeals.com slash kittenchrista50 to get 50% off. That is a lot of percentage off. We'll put the link right over here and also in the description below. Indeed. All right. Whew. Without further ado, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. We have a lot to talk about here. I've kind of just broken this into little chunks to make sure we don't forget anything. But yeah. maybe just for starters, kind of say like what... So you finished the game. I beat the game. How, so you finished it yesterday. Yes. I've not yet finished it, but I think I'm getting close. Nice. Nice. So I didn't want to, I don't want to rush through this you game shouldn't. is my thing. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like I was rushing through it. I actually, how I played this game was I would sort of go through the level na very naturally. Like if I find the, 
you know, the wonder seed mm -hmm. within the level, great. If I don't, I would just go back to that same level after I beat it again mm. and find the wonder seed. So okay. when, I, when I beat the game, for all the levels that were not like the special worlds, um, I had found every single wonder seed and secret oh, wow. in it. So I didn't feel rushed. Oh I felt great, in fact, um, that I was like getting giving it a very sort of thorough play. Do you um, know what your final uh, playtime at getting the ending was? I think it was about... I haven't checked mine yet. Maybe like 12 hours? Okay, that's good. Something like that. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there, there are still badges that I'm missing. There's still... Right. Are, do you plan to... Are you going to keep playing this game, I guess, is I am. the question. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to move on to Spider-Man next, though. But I'm going to... So that's a no. I'm going to dabble back and forth. Okay. Um, for sure. Because I want to collect all the rest of the badges. I still have the, like, the super hard special world levels to do. I've done a few, but yeah. those, are, those are really tough well, for yeah. me. Um, I know that some people are like, this game is so easy, but it was hard for me, so not easy for me. Um, and there, I think there's still like other levels. Now, mm -hmm. now that I've beaten the game, it's like, there's some more levels that you've not found, and here's a list of them. So you can like get to them pretty easily, I think. So That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Um, I saw you posted that video of the credits uh, late last night. Thanks for the spoiler on that. Do people care about that? Some tried, people might. I try to put, make it really short. And it not, doesn't matter. My eyeball still saw it. It was just the name of, like, no, Tezuka song. You ruined it for me. I'm Thanks. sorry. Thanks a lot. Someone unfollowed me because I spoiled them. I was like, oh, on God. that? Not not the credits. Something else. Really? Like that first video I posted with like uh -huh. the little musical thing. Oh, on like, that? You spoiled it. What? And then, and then one of our wonderful Patreon people yeah. came to my defense and was like, she didn't spoil it for you. What are you talking about? And That's then that pretty early like, in the I'm game. I'm going to unfollow you. I'm like, okay, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> oh, no. But I was I, I was defended by my, our beautiful Kate. That's really early in the game. I, I know. It was like the second thing in the All game. Right. All right. But anyways, Whatever. I'm sorry if you wanted to be unspoiled by the credits. It was a four-second scene of... The social media blackout. Tezuka, must remain in Tezuka effect. Tezuka Son's name. But yes. anyways... Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm prepared for this conversation. I have, I have. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Are you saying I'm not? I understood this. Are you suggesting that I'm not? No. For not no, rushing no. through this game like you did. I didn't rush. Not Fine. at all. Uh, not what at all. do we like is our next big topic here. I'm going to switch over to my other notes because I got a lot. Whoa. Don't look at this. You made so many notes. <laughs> I got notes. Instead of making notes, instead you of playing, play the game. Instead of playing the game, I made notes so I don't I forget see. anything. Like, oh, right. oh, well, I don't, for, I don't remember anything in particular. <laughs> <laughs> not true, not true, but I'm glad you're so yes. well prepared for this. Good. Um, what do we like? Um, so before we, last week's episode, we did like a sort of final thoughts before jumping into yeah. this game. And I went back to those final thoughts, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, the main thing that I was talking about, the one thing that I was really excited for and I really want to come through in this game is I want it to be, like, as weird as possible. Like, oh, it yes. It just needs to have right. that, like, zany, mm -hmm. surprising quality to it. And, and it did. It totally yeah, yeah. delivered on that. And I think that's what I liked the best. It was, mm. like, especially, you know, in the form of these wonder effects, obviously, like, when you're in a level and you, you hit one of those wonder effects, like you just never know what weird thing they're gonna throw at you, like what is gonna happen to you. And every single time I did one of them, I was genuinely surprised. Sometimes I was weirded out, which I loved. Sometimes I was laughing uncontrollably because it was ridiculous and funny, but they absolutely 100% delivered on that weird, 
quality that I was just so craving because the other games in the series were so bland. Yeah. So I wanted like the extreme opposite of that. And 100%, I felt that in every single level. And I was just like delighted. Um, whenever those little things happened, I, I literally was like laughing out loud to myself like a freaking maniac because I was just like so delighted by all of those things. Yeah. I was a little worried actually about the wonder effects going into it of like, you kind of have this distinct segment in each level. And it's like, is that going to be jarring? Am I going to just want to play through the level? But I never felt that way. And some of them are, are better than others. And some of them are more unique, but I never, I never really had anywhere. I was like, Oh, this is, this is worse than the level I was playing before. Right. It's you know, always just usually like, pretty brief. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> it's just like a little it. change of pace. Yes. Um, and something that I, I think is maybe underappreciated is like, how seamlessly you transition back I love to the, the normal level. It's I think it's pretty complex stuff how they did that. Right. To put you into like a logical spot back in the level. Right. It's not like, oh now you're going to a loading screen and then you're back. It was such it's all pretty planning. seamless. Yeah, it was like you had like the magical, like glittery wonder yeah. effect and you're zany and weird. And then when that disappeared, when you got the seed, yeah. it the screen would just like wipe. Kind of. Yeah. And yeah. then you would just be like, it was like a dream sequence. Like you would wake up and you would just be in reality again. Have you ever just skipped the seed and just kept going to see what would happen? I have, accidentally. Yeah. 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 And it's like, and then she, you can do that too. At the very end, she's right. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were so many of these little details that just, it was just so, I mean, it really was incredible how they were able to get all of those. Very like different kind of seemingly disjointed ideas and get it all to work right in this thing. It was that's pretty it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, so now there's a lot of info out there about how you know there were people from the 3D Mario team mm -hmm. involved in this game, and you really feel it there. Yeah, because the, the 3D levels did have these kind of like one-offs where it's like, oh well, in this level you're doing this weird thing, or especially right. in Odyssey, like oh you're you've just transformed in this thing to do this you know very specialized action and they have a lot of that as well so it it does help to keep you on your toes and wondering what's coming next and mm -hmm. again they're so quick like you you don't really have a moment to get bored of anything even if you don't like it right right exactly i agree i think there's so much you can see the the merging of the 3d and the 2d a, a lot more than i expected yeah. um and i think a lot of that that was absolutely inspired by Odyssey or even um, 3D World. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of those kinds of flavors in in this game that just made it feel bigger than your typical like 2D Mario right. game. Um, yeah, and I, I thought it was just really well done. And honestly, I was just like, I was really just blown away by all the the wonder effects and just all the, even like the crazy like level designs, like the amount of new enemies that we saw. Right. Like, there was so much that just, like, jammed into this game that I was, like, having a hard time. Like, I was like, what, what is going on? <laughs> like, what's happening here? Like, it's just so much to take in. Um, but somehow it all worked, you know? Yeah, I was really surprised really at how many new enemies there are as well. Yeah. A lot of birds. What's, really what's the deal with the birds? scared of the birds. Who's hating birds? Someone had, like, a... Like a like <laughs> Somebody got pecked or poop, pooped on or something? Like, some sort of, like, 
Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock, like scary. I had a moment. seagull swoop down and steal my Swedish pancake in that, Sweden. I don't hate birds though. Maybe that's. I can't explain it. Somewhat happened. Something happened to somebody else. Like, but those are cool, thing. and I kind of want to learn more. Like I don't know the names of all of these necessarily. Right. Some of them it's and, in the title, but the names yeah. are like, ridiculous. Like anglefishes. Right. Blah, 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 I really like the whatever. other like non Koopa, like the sea turtle type one. Yeah, I like, that was I, weird. I think yeah. that one's very cute. That's I like. I like that one. But sometimes I feel bad about like. Bopping them though. Seen some people saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, don't play the game. I just avoid. Just pacifism. Swim around. Swim around. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swim around. Yeah. Uh, I think that. I mean, the game looks amazing. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't need the digital foundry breakdown to tell me that this game. I mean, looks great. Beautiful, colorful. Um, the backgrounds are so vibrant, and there's a lot happening in there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the expressive. Faces, a lot has been made of that. Yes. But, and they, talk, they talked about that now. Like, they really put a lot more attention into the animations to make everything feel more, uh, you know, cinematic. alive yeah. and cinematic. Uh, you definitely noticed that right away. And that was, that was kind of beginning to end. Like, I didn't right. feel like, oh, there's anything that kind of feels tired or yeah. like recycled. That was an issue with all. the new Super Mario yeah. Brothers games. It just feels like they, they started from scratch with a lot, which is... You know what they should have done after eleven years. Yeah, and some of them, some of the little details are so teeny, but just make such a huge difference in the overall like vibrancy. Yeah. Is that a word of the game? Like there was this one thing that I posted that I just I like I literally More spoilers. No, I watched this over and over again because so it just made me laugh. Where like if you were in the elephant power up and you go through like a doorway, like you're kind of fat yeah so your little butt can't like fit through so as you're going through the door you're like kind of wiggling through yeah, the door yeah. and the little tail is, is <laughs> wagging a little bit and then you go to the other side and it sees you you know from the front and you're sort of like struggling to get through the door mm -hmm. like it's such a small thing you know but it just it makes a huge difference yeah. you're like yes that is what would happen if an elephant tried to walk through a doorway like it's hilarious and totally. funny. Yeah. Um, there was another one where when Mario goes through a pipe, he like grabs his, his hat. His hat falls off, yeah. His hat. I mean, like, yes, if you're getting like wind tunneled, you know, mm -hmm. like that would be something that would happen to yeah. you. You would yeah. lose your, your hat. Right. And it's just, it feels like it's a tiny thing. But I, And I didn't, it wasn't like something I was missing in other Mario games. It wasn't like I was playing like Mario 3 and I'm like, right. oh gosh, right. I wish Mario would lose his hat, you know. But when it did happen, you're like, yes, this makes sense. And he would reach for his hat you know mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and it just it made it so much just me feel so much more alive like the world just felt so vibrant um with these little details added and yeah i thought it was really great yeah, they, yeah. They, were, they were really paying attention to that the new transformations i like overall um we didn't have when we recorded that tier list video, we hadn't played the game. Like the game, the game was not out. Yeah. So we did sort of an addendum in the comments, but I think bit, I think yeah. we gave the elephants and, and the, the bubbles bubble. an A, yep. and then a B for the drill. Like there's right. no there's no stinker. Like there's nothing that's S tier, but there's nothing that's like kind of lame is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing was like, you know, nothing was like over the top like crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I think it, because we kind of expected exactly what these things would do it wasn't yeah. like surprising in any other way it wasn't like when you got like a tunicky suit and all of a sudden you're flying like that's something that's very yeah, unexpected. There, there is nothing there is no flight in this game which that's i guess is a little that was unusual like a little but bit unusual i thought because mario and flight is usually goes hand mm -hmm. in hand but it also i think it also because the power-ups were done in a way where 
they were very logical. Like, if you become an elephant, logically, the things you could do is stomp on things because you were heavy and strong right. or use your trunk. Um, you know, the sucking in the water was a fun little surprise for the elephant. But that's like things that you know an elephant does. Yeah, yeah. Or like a bubble. Like you blow a bubble, it bubbles around an enemy. Like you know what a bubble does. You know what a drill does. I think the thing that made some of those other power-ups like an S tier is that you were surprised by them. Like, yeah. You put on a cape, or you put you suddenly get a, a tail. Raccoons you're like, can't fly. What? Why? You know, and then all of a sudden you're flying. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, that was something I didn't expect. Yeah. I yeah. think that's why. The, the, they're, they're almost like too logical. They're pretty, they're very functional. Yeah. And functional. I think exactly. I like the bubble the best, actually. Oh, really? As I, I think I have not yet, I don't think I've done enough with making bubbles into platforms. I think that's something I could do well, more good. of. Yeah. But. Like uh, we did that on, on our stream where there were those bird again birds that would like fly right at and you and if if you put the bubble at just the last second they kind of like pass through it but then like go away before they or hit they you become a uh, coin yeah and then yeah get the coin. so that there's yeah. something about how they implemented that that was very mm -hmm. <clears throat> fun and and satisfying yes the drill it's again it's 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 a bit more specialized of you yeah. know going into the ceiling or down into the ground and there's some levels that really take advantage of it more, but I think just in, in any random level, there's maybe less to do with it. Right. The other thing about the drill is like what you're tempted to do with the drill is just to go in the ceiling or go in the ground and just like kind of skip through the level. Yeah. Um, which is something I'm not interested in. Like I don't want to skip mm. the level. I want to play the level. Yeah. So yeah. I find myself like not really using the drill to its full potential. Cause I like, I want to walk around in this level and like do things. I don't want yeah. to just be yeah. like in the ground, you know, and I get that you're, you're using it to like, get you know certain power-ups or secrets right. or whatever which is fine to use in those instances but yeah i i, I don't want to skip the level <laughs> yeah, play the level yeah. so the other thing is you know now with some of the badges like the bad the, some of those badges could have been power-ups like the dolphin kick badge could have been your dolphin mario now mm -hmm. i would like that more i like that badge <laughs> I, would, I would have liked to have seen dolphin mario more but it is kind of a new, I don't know if we'll keep the badge system in the future, but it is kind of a new area era of Mario where not everything has to be a power-up. Power up. Yeah. Some of them are these permanent upgrades that you choose. Yeah, yeah. the power-ups in this game, and I, I was thinking there were going to be more that they were keeping secret. You really were I really holding was. on I tight was holding to that. on tight, but it's okay. I mean, I, I was a little bit disappointed because I wanted to see some more, but... You know, I, I really, I'm still like living in the glory days of Mario 3, where you had yeah. like a million power-ups and it was like the best ever. Um, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of like, I was like, okay, so it's just these three new ones. And then we have our fire flower and our power, like our super mushroom. And yeah. that's pretty, at star sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. And then you do have the badges to kind of augment, but it just doesn't like feel the same. As like hitting something out of a question block yeah. and like getting it and losing right, it in the right. level. Mm -hmm. Like there's something very valuable to a power-up because of that loop that I, I didn't even know that I would miss, honestly, mm. until I realized that, oh, a badge is like you never lose it. You just you can choose whatever. Like I guess the accessibility of having it is like makes it feel less special. I don't know. Yeah. That may be just me though. I don't know. All right. We're going to talk more about badges in a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The multiplayer... Is I don't I don't know if we agree actually on we haven't really talked much about this because yeah. again we don't talk. 
So I found, we did play some of that. Online multiplayer. Of, of, yeah. of you and us. Like we made a right. friend room yeah. and we played. It worked. it worked. I found that just having random people around was maybe more fun and useful than what, like what we were doing. I didn't like the random people around. You don't like that? No, I turned it off. Really? My whole oh, I'm fascinated. Through. Please please explain this. I don't know. I, it's it's fine if you're, you know, looking for someone to like revive you and stuff yeah. in like a, in a tough spot. I mm-hmm. can see that being um, being helpful. And I, I did turn it on. I did try it out for like yeah. a portion of the game. And I, I really try to give it a fair try. We did play together. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the little standees, you know, I bought all the standees. I don't know why. I <laughs> just wanted to have it's them. It's fun to collect them. I just want to collect them. Um, but yeah, I found them to be, like, there are some things in the game that I do find to be distracting. And I, I found that to be distracting. Like, the ghost kind of, like, distracted yeah, if, me. If you're in a complex level and there's people running all over the place, it, it, it you can a get little, a little turned yeah. around. And I honestly, like, I just, I like to go at my own pace. Yeah. I'm not, like, a speed runner, like, very good at platforming. So, And I want to look for secrets and stuff. So I'm just, like, slowly making my, I'm not trying to, like, you know dash through this level and I feel like I kind of got like anxiety from all the people that were like running crazily through levels in the little ghosts. That was me. Yeah, I was like, I would play different. It's okay. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. That's interesting. I I didn't like it. I turned it off like about a quarter of the way through and never looked back. So (laughs) I never turned it back on. Okay. (laughs) So So, you will not see me there. So you don't see, because they have the live players... And then they also have like the pre-recorded, so you don't get anything. I don't want any of it. Yeah, I turn. Okay, I you just turn off. it all off. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You you had it on. Yeah, I have it on. I I, I like it. I mean, I like oh. that kind of like communal aspect of like, yeah, mm. we're all doing this thing, and it's kind of neat to oh, okay. to know like, cool. well, we're all in this level, and there's there's not that much interactivity, but it is fun. Like when you can you know come back from cheat a death by by finding somebody or mm. finding a standee and come back that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, there are some examples of people like finding a secret because they saw somebody else as a ghost do it. Right. Or right. somebody left like breadcrumbs basically as like as standees. You don't like that. No, I want to find it on my own. All right. All right. Um, well, that's <laughs> fine. I mean, I, I think that's fascinating that, that there's like such a, a range of opinions. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that it exists for people that like it and that yeah. it works well and it's not, you know, people like it. If you want it, and you want to have it, then it's there and right. it works and it's good. Right. That's what's wonderful about yeah. it. And if you don't want it, like me, you can just turn it off. No big deal. The friend multiplayer, though, it just felt a little lacking. Like, I think it yeah. was like when we realized, like, oh, I can't actually jump on your Yoshi because you're not really there. Yeah. That was kind of a bummer. We're going to play the co-op so, today right, a little bit more. We are, we are, yeah. And just really try, like, playing co-op with, like, a good friend. What does that feel right. like? Same, like, same screen, same system co-op. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to really dig into that. I'm really yeah. I'm excited to do that because yeah. I haven't really done that yet. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I am also really liking, you know, we talked about the variety of the courses, but I, I also like how are these, like, non-courses that you can do too yes. so there's like break time these wiggler races mm-hmm. the badge challenges the the best. they just give you a lot again more variety yes and you know I, I i i keep making this comparison of like the break times kind of feel like really mini zelda shrines yeah where it's like here's a small random thing for you to do right some of them are easy some of them are hard i don't know you figure a lot it out of hidden blocks in those break times <laughs> i like those the ones um 
Yeah, there's also the, what's what's that called? The, the hidden... The little... Oh, search party. Search party, yeah. Yes, I, I don't love those so much. We'll talk about that and <laughs> things we don't like so much. I, I don't love those. But, yeah, I mean, the, the you know, Mario had been mostly like just level, level, level boss. And now you have all these other things to do and you can do them at your own pace and some of them are optional. So, I like fun. how it's not level, level, level boss. Like, they really, yeah. they really changed it up where you're right. like kind of retroversing a little bit in the world map. Yeah. You're, you're, you know. Some of them don't even have bosses. That's it's true. It's like, oh, you're just at the end. You're just at the end. And then some of them are like um, opening gates to different other places. Yeah. Some of them yeah. are, you know, the big airship battles. And it just feels like, it feels like a little bit less predictable. Totally. Which is kind of nice. Right, right, like right. like that. Yeah. The music was a standout to me. Yeah, the music was so good. And again, from the Ask the Developer, you know, they had Mr. Kondo on that interview, and it sounded like the the sound and music team got more involved earlier on oh, than, nice. they, than they had been, Yes, which I think made a big difference. But they just have some different kind of takes on Mario music. Like, there's like one area where you get this real kind of like lo-fi, like downbeat. I was like, oh, this is really different. Yeah, than it was like a Metroid level. Than what I've heard in a Mario vibey. game before, but it fits and it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think they just felt a little bit freed from, again, the new Super Mario Brothers motif, which mm -hmm. is kind of like cloying at times to yeah. just try some new things. I like the writing the music as well. Like there is a lot of just like, yeah, there was like that real like sort of moody underground theme. But they also had like a very like vibrant, bright sounding sort mm -hmm. of like kind of like that like country like Moo Moo Meadows yeah, vibe yeah, theme. Yeah. So that the sort of the spectrum um, of different kinds of music you would hear was like pretty good, like very broad. Yeah. And I really like that. There's also some levels where there's kind of like an intro screen where you're like, oh, you go into a pipe and then you'll get into the actual level. Like mm. that intro screen will have some like really cool music yeah. that you'd never hear again once you go like, into that. It's like, wait, I wanted to, I, I wanted more of that. Dang I think it. I think that's a good thing that they can kind of like tease you because I, I, I can go back and give listen me, to it. Give or me I can, a soundtrack, man. I can find it on YouTube, but. And the other thing I loved was like the little musical callbacks to like. Yes. When I heard that um, Super Mario World song, I think my heart. Love that sound. I didn't like that, but I did like the sound. I do love that sound. I don't need. Love that sound. Love need, that sound. I don't need like a flower to like yell it in my head. Like you're doing right. Kind of want to hit you a little bit right now. Kind of want to mute. We you. need Wonder Flower sound drops for this podcast. <laughs> Oh, they should make one of those. Like a little talking flower. Yeah, you hit the button. You, and there's like different phrases right. that you can hit. Yeah, That's funny. Just so we can get like a stream deck and just like program it to we make totally Wonder Flower sounds for this that. podcast. Pull oh, that sound! Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those little musical throwbacks were pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The new Mario voice, I put it in the things I like category because it did not distract, distract me at all. I mean, again, it's, it's somebody doing the Charles Martinet voice. Right. It's just Mario's voice. So I didn't have to get acclimated to something new. I would have been open to something new, but I, I like the Charles Martinet voice too. Yeah. And they're not, I mean, it's so close that I'm like, not even, it, it doesn't even register in me. As they're like, oh, oh, right, that. I just keep playing. I have not, I actually didn't play the game very much as Mario. Oh. I played it for like two levels as Mario. Okay. And then I switched to characters that I actually like more. Yeah. Um, so I, I, have no I have no opinion because I did not hear his voice that much, mm. honestly. Yeah. Okay. I, guess I can I play there again with Mario and see what it sounds like. But yeah, but again, yeah. like that, that's probably, 
a compliment is like, yeah, it didn't take me out of the experience. So yeah. I put it into something I like. Right. Uh, the last thing I have in, have in the what I like category is how this happens kind of in the middle of the game. The overworld areas that you get into are really big and really complex. Like I think the desert was one of the first ones you get into yeah. where there's actual like puzzles you have to solve in the overworld and you're free to just wander freely. And there's a lot of things that frankly you could miss, I think, mm -hmm. if you aren't really scouring this map. Yeah, I really feel like world four is when the, when the game- Is that the desert? Yes. Okay. Like really opens up. Yeah. Because in the beginning, yeah. couple, th two, three, you know, one, two, three, it was very much like getting you used to like the loop and mm -hmm. like what you're doing and all that. There was a lot to throw at you, you know, in, in the beginning. And then once you get to world four, they're probably like, they're good now. They, yeah. They're yeah. like, get it, you know? And then the overworld was so amazing. I was actually going to put that in the what surprised us section. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that really surprised me. Like I, I got to the overworld and was like, where are the levels? <laughs> like where is everything? Yeah. I didn't realize that how interactive is what was going to be and all these little secrets that you can find that. And then there's like so many levels in that world that just reminded me of Super Mario World. And mm. I was like, yes, this is that game. But like in 2023, mm. like it's amazing how they did it. And yeah, like just looking around for secrets and, and you know, sort of discovering just the overworld was yeah. almost like a game in itself. Like I was... Yeah, I was blown away by that. And yeah, it was that's so another cool. thing they clearly borrowed from the 3D games. I feel like they went even further. Like, you know, in like 3D world, you can freely just walk around yeah, and check yeah. stuff out. But I don't, I don't feel like there was as much interactivity in that. It mm -hmm. was just like, yeah, find the level you want to do. Whereas this has even more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was great. It was so good. All right. What did we not like? Uh, what did we not like? There's we already, not, we already know the multiplayer, not a fan. There's not that much, honestly. Um, I think one thing that I kind of did turn off was the talking flowers. Yeah. I know this is a I have that. I have that in this polarizing category, Polarizing opinion because, you know, I, uh, some people love the flowers and think they're hilarious and they love the, the chit-chat. Um, again, I just don't like too much distraction when I play Mario games. I just want to sit there and play the Mario game. I don't need this flower to like yell in my ear every two seconds. Yeah. I, I don't find them to be like, it, it's not like take them out there. I hate them. They're horrible. No, no, no. It's fine. I just turn the audio off. They're fine. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I didn't reading even, the text is fine. I didn't even turn it off, but I, I just don't like it as much as some other things. Like I feel yeah. like the things they say are like often incomplete. Like what, what, what else do you have to say? <laughs> and then like, just like the voice they chose for it. It's like, I just don't, kinda, yeah. I just don't kind of like yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Put that sound. Stop it. <laughs> um but yes i i just you know i'm, I'm i could do without them yeah. but it's not like they're like oh you've ruined this experience for me these annoying flowers like it's not like that at all yeah so. search party i put into something i don't like the hidden blocks was tough the right? we did one of those on our stream and then i've just been skipping them ever since okay. because i i really the one that we did on our stream was the hardest one. Oh, really all the other ones oh, okay I, well maybe i'll go I did back all the other ones i okay. did all of them and they were fine it just seemed to be like I don't know how you would do without you would know player. unless again unless you yeah. saw somebody as a ghost do it or if like yeah. you had somebody just tell you. One thing that I was a little disappointed in um, is because Yoshi is a playable character. Yeah, you can't get a Yoshi in this game. Like you can't really. Oh right, you don't get unless you were you power up Yoshi. 
Well, <laughs> unless you have your friend, you trick your friend into playing yeah, as Yoshi and right. you just ride them the whole right, time right, right, right. and then that, that's fun. But yeah, yeah it, it, it was, oh, it's like, oh, I don't want to play as Yoshi because I don't want to play the baby mode. I want to play the real mode. Yeah. But I miss Yoshi. And there's yeah, some, some additional toggles on that maybe. Yeah. Like, I just I, miss Yoshi. Do I want Yoshi and Nabbit to be invincible or do I just want to play with them? Exactly. I don't want them to and be invincible. And then they can't they can't become the transformations right. either. Yeah. So I've I've mostly been avoiding those characters. I don't honestly. I didn't play it at all. Really? Yeah. But you love Yoshi. That's the point. Oh. Is I really miss I really miss my Yoshi. Mm. But I just I didn't want to miss out on like the power-ups and like yeah. I wanted to play the game like a real like a normal person too. Like I wanted to challenge myself with like the actual platform. All right, because right. I, I I know those those characters are more like more for like you know yeah. little kids, beginners, beginners yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So all right, all right. So I, I kind of I, I really did I really missed Yoshi. I, I would go to the character screen and just look longingly at the Yoshi. It's like oh right, right. I wish I could play as you. But okay, you're not fun right now. <laughs> the last thing I put in this category are there are some things that are like remnants of New Super Mario Brothers that I would like to just be gone with. <laughs> So Nabbit, the whole character of Nabbit, I don't really like. You don't like Nabbit. You're not. I, I, yeah, yeah. I just ignored Nabbit the whole like, time. Nabbit sticks out to me like a sore thumb in that character select. It's like. Why are you here? Really? Like there's no yeah. other kind of more sure. classic Mario character. We Little could've... kids love Nabbit though. Little kids love Nabbit. Yeah. So I can see why they Fine. put him in there. And then there are, there's not a lot, but there are some kind of music clips that make their way into this game that are just like. Mm. Really? Oh, I didn't notice. Like like very like in very short levels or in very short circumstances when something will happen and I'm just like get this out of here. Oh, so those those are those are yeah. all of my uh, issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I not many honestly like near perfect. Yeah. Game. So next category is best character glow up. Daisy. Oh. Oh my gosh, wow. Daisy! I played more than half the game mm. as Daisy. Now you're a Daisy I, fan. I'm such now I know everyone's been talking about. Daisy is such a fun character to play. I love Daisy, and I, it's it's so great to see Daisy out of outside of like a sports game. Yes. Um, and yeah, I I absolutely loved it, and it wasn't a character that I was expecting to play as as much in this game because usually whenever I play New Super Mario Bros., I play as Toad. Yeah. So then now there's Toadette, which obviously I'm going to choose. That's good. Yeah. So I played like maybe like forty percent Toadette. And then I was like, I'm going to switch to Daisy because I think I just want to try her out. You know, it's just, it just seems cool. And then I was like totally hooked. And I played like the rest of the game as Daisy. So mm. I loved I loved those two characters, but I think Daisy had, had the biggest glow up. All right. I chose two non-playable. I, I chose a Goomba. Goombas as my pick. Like they really got the full expressive faces treatment. Especially the big Goombas. Like the main characters did. <laughs> the big ones. It's, there's actually not... That many Goombas in this game, but no. they're they're kind of used to very comedic effect. Yes, and there is a wonder effect where you become a Goomba, which is oh. really cool. Getting into the shoes of a Goomba was like, oh, you have a hard life. Man. So it's really interesting that they chose to do that because again, outside of the playable characters, I can't think of any other <laughs> enemy that got like even like Bowser Junior, who is the like kind the of mini boss, mini -boss guy. Yeah. Like 
It's like, oh, it's just Bowser Jr. doing yeah. doing stuff. Doing Bowser Jr. things. So they, they, they really went hard on the Goomba. And then I had to I had to put Locky 2 in here because there's the one scene where you get the triple Locky 2 in That's the cloud. True. Like, let me in on that cloud. I want to join those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't get in the cloud. And when the elephant's right. in the cloud, it's hilarious. It's not a triple cloud, though. No, but the elephant in the cloud, though, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like it's sitting on a marshmallow. It's really uh, funny. Maybe I retroactively want to put Bowser Jr. as a mini boss in something I don't super... You don't love Bowser Jr. in, in general. I would prefer Koopalings. I would prefer Koopalings, but... I mean, just the fact that it's like always Bowser Jr. Mm. But his I dad. I don't, hate, I, don't, I don't dislike it enough to put it there, but it's like it's it, it felt like they maybe could have done a little bit more. They, I mean, Bowser Jr. is, is an important character. Yeah, so. whatever. Uh, yeah. Favorite wonder effects... There's one that I love the most, which is you become a, a, like a slime, like a jello. Yes. That level with a slime is so fun. There's the a bunch of those. Physics are so weird when you get into the slime and you're like, it, you're swimming, but it's like swimming through jello. That felt extremely like a cappy Mario Odyssey. It was thing. incredible. It was absolutely, and then the slime just has like all these different characteristics. It's gooey, yeah. Gooey, and you're like sticking to things, and you can also get hit. You start yeah. with a big slime, you get hit right. into a smaller slime. Right. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. That was very clever. I have that I written down too, slime ball. I laughed a slime lot. Slime ball Mario, yeah. I really laughed. Um, top down, Zelda style, wonder yeah, effect. That was great. Absolutely. I'm so glad we did that on the stream because I was like, ah! That was some high, I was like hype. I was like, okay, yeah. make me a 2D, make me a top-down Mario game now. Um, I was so hyped for that. That was so much fun. I did try, like the, on the stream, someone was like, can you fall off the edge if you go to the oh, edge? Oh, yeah. I tried it. You can't. You can't. It gates you. Okay. It gates you. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, like, that would be weird. Um, I do like the Goomba one where you have yeah. to hide in the bush right. and the things won't eat you. You can, like, jump, like, a centimeter off the ground. It's like link jumping. Burr, burr. <laughs> it's like me when I try to play basketball. That's burr, true. Burr, burr. But you can also, like, run, like, really fast. Your little feet, your little Goomba yeah. toes are just, right. like, wiggling around. It's so cute. You're like, doo -doo -doo -doo. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good wonder effects. And then the other one, it wasn't, like, super out there but in the desert there are some where the level will speed up and slow down yeah that, that like the, the 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 desert entirely had this kind of otherworldly mystical yeah they had like sort of like a feel to mirages it and, so that yeah. that really like matched the theme of that of like Everything Whoa, was I'm loopy. Like I'm on NyQuil or something, you know? <laughs> the whole game was on NyQuil. Right, okay. right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So. There was also one where um, it was like like a gravity thing where you, oh, like yeah. you, you were anti-grav. Right, you right, right. You didn't throw up in a costume, mm. but you were like anti-grav. Yeah. And you were kind of like, ooh. And I was like really nervous because I was like, when is this effect going to end? And am I going to fall to my death? And I had to like time, there was a thing where you had to time yourself perfectly so you're like over a platform. Mm -hmm. So when that effect ended, you're like, let me grab the seat just right. And then like the thing disappears and you just clunk down. Right. So the, like the gravity is like regular again. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, oh wow, that was, that was intense. It wasn't a gravity effect, but there was one stage where it's kind of like you were oh, on a boat tilted. and the thing was shilted. Yeah. Did that make you like feel nauseous at all? No, I have a strong stomach when it comes to that kind of I was, stuff. I was watching this. I was like, well, I'm not getting nauseous, but I don't think I like this. <laughs> and even the enemies, they were kind of like looking like they were going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many, are people having you a bad reaction to that one? level maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I was fine, but I, I could see the, I can see somebody with, you know, right, that kind of right, right. motion sickness can not be, maybe not so fun for them. All right, badges. Let's talk about badges. 
Yeah, badges. I still have more badges to collect, honestly. Mm. So I, I got to go back and collect the rest of the badges. I have all of the action ones. Yeah. I need to collect some of the special, those special ones. The more passive ones. Yeah, yeah. and the more passive ones. I did, I did not use the passive ones that often. Yeah. I used sort of when I was in a jam, I would use like that start with a power mushroom one uh, just so yeah. I can get a good power sure. up before I jumped into a hard level. Um, but my favorite badge is the grappling hook. Mine too. That one I think is so fun and has definitely gotten me out of like some dicey situations. Um, and it's just fun. It's just fun to like wall jump that way and sort of grapple from ledge to ledge. Yeah. And even if there's nothing up there, I just want to do it for fun because it's cool, you know? Right, yeah, right. I liked it. Yeah, I was I was maybe even a little disappointed with the badge system until I got that one mm. because it felt like they were playing it a little safe. It was all yeah. stuff like, all right, yeah, we get the Luigi Triple flutter jump, jump or the the, the jump. crouch to jump high. It's like, yeah, we we know what those are. Yeah, and usually so, you can do that without a badge. Yeah, so it's fine if you want to make Mario into Luigi or something like that. But I really wanted more like the grappling vine, which really introduce like some new mechanics, new mechanics and. Yeah. Like, I was so happy when I got that because I was like, oh, this is an entirely new way to play that's really right. fun. And again, I, you know, I, I'm pretty good with doing the little spin jump in the air to give yourself a little extra oomph. So mm -hmm. that was a fun trade-off of, like, I can't do that anymore, but I can reach out and, and grab things. Yeah, and you kind of cling to the wall. And then you for, cling on the wall. Yeah, and I love that. It gives right. you a second. You right. Know? So that, that definitely got me back in on the badges at a point where I was maybe a little down on them and I, I, I have more to go than, than you do, but so hopefully they continue to be yeah. more, more so like that, where it's like, yeah, these are new, uh, you know, new actions that you can take. Because I think that's what's, I think that is where they're gonna be at their strongest, where there are probably people who don't like the grappling vine and don't want mm -hmm. the grappling vine. So great, then don't use it. Right. You know, pick pick another one of these. So having more of that variety, yeah. I think would be fun. And the, the customization, I think people really like that. I really liked it. And like, yeah. sometimes I did want to use like that, that height, you know, the crouch jump, because I knew that that level was going to have some areas that it's right. going to be tough. Like there was a replaying a level, you know? I kind of wished I could, I could equip one action and one passive. As well, oh. maybe they decided that was too like much. Too OP, but yeah, the balance there could have been some off. fun combinations there where it's like, well, I need the sensor for this one, but like it's not really doing much for me beyond oh, I never that. Use that. Uh, there were somewhere where there's like a special exit that I would miss, and they're like, go back with the sensor on and find it. Oh. They just like straight up tell you to do that. So okay. yeah. Again, I like the dolphin kick. Yeah, but that's only a water. Because I've been screaming about how we need power-ups to help you get through water fast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is exactly that. Yeah, not too many water levels. Like, not no, overdo. No. They didn't overdo the no, water No, I didn't, I didn't mind the water good. levels. Yeah. And then the one that I stuck with the most, but until I got the vine, was just the wall climb. Mm. Just the one where you'd go straight, straight up. up. Yeah. Um, that just felt like Tough it, bat. Tough, tough action. Just clicked with the way I was playing and, and you know, helped me do some stuff that I wouldn't be able to do before. Mm -hmm. So so I like that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. What surprised us? We already talked about some of these things, but there's I think there's even more. Yeah, um, I already talked about the overworld. I definitely continued to like, after World 4, all the overworlds were just like amazing. And there's so many secrets. There's more secrets. Yeah. I know I, I have more to discover in some of those um, other overworlds yeah. or the other world maps. 
Um, so I really love that. Um, the other thing that surprised me was just how thematic music was ah. in this game. Like they had all the little musical notes in the levels and you'd run through them and they would be like the, the scale. They mm -hmm. had all those little musical call outs um, for some of those mini games. And then, yeah, when you, when you beat the game, you'll know what else I'm talking about with music. Um, not a spoiler, but... Yeah, I, just, right. I love how music was like very front and center in mm -hmm. this game because that's such an iconic part yeah. of Mario, you know? And yeah, I, I thought that that was a great way to end the game as well. One other thing about the world map, which I think is is well implemented, is how those airships will just show up out of nowhere. Yes. Where you think like, all right, I'm just kind of clearing out some levels and then bam, now you got to do this big yeah. airship thing. Right. And I like the airships. And I appreciated that that had a different ending than just another Bowser Jr. Yes, yes. But the fact that they just showed up out of nowhere kind of kept you on Guessing. your toes. Yeah. Right. I love the uh, neon Bowser um, hair look yeah. in the airship. Yeah, yeah. The new design, like just the new design overall for like Bowser's mm -hmm. castle with like the cloud piranhas right. all around him, that really like neon color scheme. I really like that. Like, I think that's like such a good look for, for Bowser. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm glad that we got away from like always. There's lava in this game too, but it was yeah. not associated with really Bowser. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm glad that Bowser had like kind of like a different feel sure. almost um, in this game, and that's that's been really okay surprising and fun as well. Uh, I have not, again. Maybe there are at the, at the end of this game that I haven't got to. I have not found a ghost house. No ghost houses. You missed one in World 4 then. Really? Yes. Oh, okay, well I didn't see that one then. <laughs> but... I think it's a mirage. That <laughs> is one of those things that I felt got quite tired in the new Super Mario Brothers. Like, well, we gotta have a ghost house, These gotta have this. These ghost houses are so good So i so fun. I would be fine if there was no ghost house, period. No, the, the, these are awesome. I mm. love them. I love these ghost houses. The one in World 4 is really good. There's another one um, that's awesome that also takes into account sort of the music thematic, mm. which I just absolutely, I was laughing the whole time because it was so good. And you get to the very end, the stupid flower is like, were you scared? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, shut up. <laughs> well, that's a good way to do it again. Like, don't feel like you have to cram one into every world. It's not, it's not. Because yeah. I, I really came to dislike playing those, honestly. I love these, these are good. Good, These good. are really fun. The grabbing mechanic that reminds me so much of Kirby's Epic Yarn, where oh, you, well, pull, you pull, the little grab thing? and pull, yeah. like a little thing, like that's so well done. Like the, yeah. the feel of that. I hope that becomes just a Pardon. regular Mario mechanic now, Feels good. because they did a great job with it, and I, I definitely left me wanting more. Like there were some enemies that even I like, like that was how you defeat them. You, there's also oh, the big you, mummy guys. The mummy guys, and also yeah. that little like mech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chompy thing, right, or right. you grab that it, dog thing. and then like it gets really mad, and you mm -hmm. let it go, and it can like chomp a, a block for you. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised that they kept going back to it because I thought, oh, maybe this is just one of these one-off things. But then I really came to like it again. It just mm -hmm. felt, it just felt so right. And when you do the kind of like this, like you can the swing Donkey around. Kong swing yes. from the vine to, to, yeah. to enemy to enemy and grabbing them, like it just feels so good. Right, that's when great. When you land those things, you know. And then my last surprise, a cameo that I'm not going to mention, but there's a, I found a cool cameo oh, I know from another about. character. It's I know what you're It's written about. right there, if you want to see. I already know. I've, well, yes. I'm not... Good for you. 
I've We're seen doing a face. podcast. <laughs> what do you think this is? We, I have seen it too. Is what I'm, I'm saying. I'm just saying. There's a cool. I'm not going to spoil it. There's a cool cameo from somebody in the Mario universe. Yes. Uh, known for getting around. Yes. That's all I'll say. That oh. <laughs> that you do have to. I, I bet some people didn't see that. Yeah. Yes. Cool. We've met. We've been mentioning this. Ask the developer. And I think if it's it's kind of mandatory rating if you've been playing this game. Yeah. Or if you're thinking of playing this game. Because I think this was one of the best ones where we were so surprised that they had Mr. Hayashida on this. Mm-hmm. And that, you, I mean, he seemed completely embedded in this dev team. And he was the director on 3D Land and 3D World and one of the producers on Odyssey. Who seemed just like, yeah, he's going to be the next Mr. Koizumi. He's the he's the new 3D Mario guy. So for him to be like on loan to the 2D Mario team speaks to how serious they were yeah. about wanting to just redo the formula, integrate yeah. some of the ideas from 3D into 2D, and it just sounded like they had a good vibe on this dev team where it's like, yeah, we got some of these like older guys who were passing down the teachings and the young people are really hungry and eager to try new things. It just just felt like they had the right environment. It just seemed like it was an environment of openness. Right. Like they, they were just wanting the ideas. No idea was bad. Like everyone just toss out your craziest idea and everyone's just open to it. Yeah. That is the best kind of environment to make a game like this because Mm -hmm. that's how you get the weird stuff. Right. Um, and yes, Mr. Hayashida is a, a literally a genius, and you can see his stamp. And I think this mix of Hayashida and Tezuka is like kind of unbelievable and yeah, magical. It is because they both have some similar sensibilities. They understand the you know the the magic of what it means to make a Nintendo game, but they're both extremely creative people with different kinds of creativity uh-huh. as well. And I think the the chemistry of that is like really magical. Right. Um, and so it's so amazing to see these two just work together. And and yes, the, the result is this amazing game, you know, so really awesome. The other thing they talked about a lot that you don't see Nintendo talking about much is the budget they're like oh we had a yeah. bigger budget or we allocated more budget right. into the animations yes, so yes. It, it kind of made it sound like they were making these new super mario brother games on like a shoestring budget <laughs> which i don't know like we we never got details on the budget of games right. but they were pretty open about talking about that and it, it does sort of speak to the point of yeah we want to start over we know 2d mario is you know one of the biggest things we have going we want to do it right we want to have this big comeback. So it was interesting to see them speak so openly mm-hmm. about that. I think they're really proud of the way they, you know, the way that they're able to implement this sort of new, like, level right. or sort of new type of style um, in the animations. Um, and I think it's only possible because of additional resources. So if you want to keep doing that, you're going to have to keep allocating the resources, you right. know? So right, I'm right. glad that they were really transparent about that. Yeah. And, and that that's going to be a point of focus for them, hopefully moving forward yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, before we get to our last question, we did ask our Patreon subscribers what it is that they are enjoying the most. The, the four options were the highly expressive characters, the wide variety of course designs, the online multiplayer, and the wonder effects. Last place, 4% online multiplayer. You were voting on this one. Uh, 13% said the highly expressive characters, 
30% said the wonder effects and 53% said the wide variety of course designs. Yes. Callie said, I've only played through the first world so far and the expressiveness of the characters is what stuck out so far. Wonder is the first Mario game where I've ever performed actions such as tossing a fire flower while crouching just because it reflects a certain mood or emotion. Mr. Beans and Dip says, I'm surprised the Wonder Effects is not winning the poll. Wonder is in the title after all. It's just a wonderful pun intended to see so many different Wonder Effects on each stage. Well, yes, I do love the level designs. Anticipating on what the next Wonder Effect will be is what does it for me. Second stage has a great Wonder Effect. That's the singing piranha plants. Yeah, see, there's a lot of music. Mm-hmm tidbits in here. I love that. And then finally, Paul says, loving the wide variety of courses, but have been really impressed by the online multiplayer. It's great that other players can leave hints for you or save you from a tight spot. Yes. 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 So the last big question, this is one that we've been asking ourselves so many times, and now it's worth revisiting now that we've um, played it and you've beaten it. Is it a game of the year contender? I think it's going to get nominated. Get down to business. I think it will be nominated for Game of the Year. This is such a, a huge step forward for mm-hmm. 2D Mario games. And just like 2D platforming in general right. as, a, as an important genre in gaming. Yeah. The way that they have stepped that genre up um, is like really incredible and, and should be recognized. I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year, but I definitely think it's going to get nominated. So I feel more confident about this now than I did last week, mm. now that I played it and seen some of the reactions and you know the Metacritic scores higher than we both thought it would yeah, be. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But I'll, I'll say it's a Gaming of the Year contender for me. I mean, 2D Mario is kind of what, it, that that is video games to me, and that's like the, the style of game yep. that I like the most. Yep. And it really sure. just, you know, clicked immediate with, immediately with me, and it's, it's something that's great to A, revisit, but C, in an entirely new way. So yeah, I do feel more confident about this broadly though. Yeah. Like I do think it could, I mean, there's so much competition this year, but I do think it could sneak a couple awards from, it's not going to sweep. It's not going to be like an Elden Ring situation. Yeah. But I could see it getting a couple from some big outlets, which I think would be cool. So nice. That would be great if we had, if we don't have like, oh, everybody's giving it to such and such. Like, have more variety this I year. I think we need to be like a little bit more surprised this year because like kind of called it. I mean, there there are a lot of, Potentials. Potentials this year. Yeah, we'll do we'll do predictions we'll on that on that later. But soon. that's an interesting thing to look at as we get closer. Yeah, and the other thing with Mario games, like I felt this way with Odyssey when it was nominated for Game of the Year, is like there's so few games that can make you feel the joy of a Mario game. Mm. You know, like that's just something that's so rare. Yeah. Um, for you to be able to. Just feel happy and joyful playing a video game, you know? And that is what this game does. That's what Odyssey did. And I think that's what makes them really special. And it's hard to, like, give something a game of the year because it makes you happy. But, like, shouldn't it? Shouldn't we count that as something important? Don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, like, if it makes you feel good and you're smiling and laughing the entire time, that means something, It's you not know? 100 hours long. It's not 100 hours long. It's not going to, like, make you resent being a human and make you cry and make you feel bad can't win game of the year i guess nope um but anyways i just i just love that it's so true to that you know mm-hmm. it just makes you feel good you're yeah. just happy when you're playing this game you know yeah thems are mario wonder wow deep impressions what a weekend people. wow 
What a wonderful weekend we had. So great. So, yeah, and so I can't great. wait to hear what everybody else thought, so please leave us a comment yes. if you want to join that conversation. Uh, we do have some other games that we've been playing. I want to go, I want to rearrange this order here. I want to go to you finally beating Sea of Stars, finally. Yes, I did complete my goal of beating Sea of Stars before Mario yeah. Wonder came out, so go me. Um, speaking of Game of the Year contenders, for me personally, oh, oh man, this oh. game is, is way up there. Really? I need to think deeply about this because I'm I'm getting a little nervous trying to put this in order because really, this game was incredible. Like, wow, big big W, capital O. So wow. the, the ending was well done. And yes, and I was so shocked by the second part of the game. I really I showed it to you on the plane. Uh -huh. Remember we were talking about this, um, and I was just like, what is happening right now? And I finally figured out what was happening, and it was awesome. Huh. Um, it was such a well done game. The story was super tight and just really well written. The um, characters, you just fell in love with the characters. They made you just root for them, which is the best in these kinds of RPG games. You just want to like, you know, you want to root for the heroes. Yeah. And that they, they do, it, it makes you do that so much. Beautiful. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, and then some of the ending sequences with some of the battles were super intense, but you just felt like really powerful and you felt like, you got the strategy on like all your party members just down. You know when to switch them out to do certain things. Just felt really good. Yeah, this game was awesome. I highly, highly recommend to anyone who has been curious about it because I absolutely loved it. Um, it was definitely longer than I thought it was. <laughs> I was like, it's gonna be like, less, you know, barely twenty hours, no problem. It's like thirty hours. Mm. So it is a, a beefy game. Um, but super worth it and, and really, really amazing. I loved yeah. It. I loved it. So you're on to Spider-Man now. I'm on to Spider-Man. Okay. I'm starting, tonight? I'm starting tonight. Wow. Yeah. Good. I'm ready. So excited. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, neither of us have played that, but, uh, I guess we'll be getting to it maybe sooner than we thought, because that's, that's what I'm going to do next. Yeah. Are you, are you just off of Baldur's Gate? I think I might be. On a Baldur's Gate. <sighs> it's so hard to go back to it now because now I'm like in a day. My long-term prediction was so right. I didn't play it, though. You should not have played that before you went on this trip. Oh, it's so hard to now go. you've fallen off. Let me see when are we playing game. Dungeons and Dragons? Never. We're, we Thanks a lot. Dungeons have you read those books I gave you? No. I have read the books. It was oh, really? one book. You read those? I read the one book. Okay. Well, that's a I start. I watched the videos that you sent me. Oh, good. So I did right. my Potentially homework. back on. Yeah, that's separate from playing Baldur's Gate. Playing Dungeons and Dragons is different. Is it? Yes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Fine. Uh, there was one other game that I played in between finishing Baldur's Gate and starting Mario, which is called Gravity Circuit. Ooh. I was just like, I need kind of a short little indie game that I can fit in and not get, you know, not this giant thing that I'm going to have to leave behind once I start playing all this other stuff. So this is a game that is well described by our friend uh, Bob Wolf of Wolf Den as Mega Man with punching. Oh, which I think which is, is a very, right up your alley. I think is a very good description. I had this on my Steam wish list for a long time, and I eventually ended up buying it on Switch, which is funny. But oh. <laughs> it's it's a retro themed kind of Mega Man styled two D action platformer game where you play this little robot guy. Mm -hmm. And it's like Mega Man. You've got like eight bosses that you okay. can do in whatever order. Some some differences though, instead of the shooting, you're punching and doing kind of more melee attacks. Can you shoot though? 
You have a grappling hook. Aha. Uh -huh. Like Mario, you have a grappling hook. Okay. The grappling hook is not meant, it's meant to be more about traversal than attacking, but you can use it as a very weak like pushing ranged, away kind of thing? ranged yeah. attack. Something else that's different, in Mega Man, you beat the boss, you get the power. You don't, you don't do that here. So basically you are buying, again, kind of like badges in Mario. Ah. There's a lot of badges that you can buy that do all sorts of different things. Um, there's other special attacks that you can buy. So you're kind of customizing your guy the way you want mm. as you go. Um, the game has a good, you know, retro look, a really good retro soundtrack. It's the levels, I'd say, are very close to feeling like proper Mega Man levels. So I like this game a lot. I definitely recommend it. Uh, it wasn't too long. Um, definitely scratched the itch. And yeah, if you like Mega Man, I think this is a this is a must play. All right. I have one more game on this list that is... Is it Halloween theme? Well, this is actually a recommendation. It's not something I'm going to be playing. It's something I played years ago. But if anybody is looking for a good Halloween, Halloween game, game that is very short, we're getting close by the time this podcast comes out, you can definitely beat this game. Yeah. It's called Costume Quest. Right. It is from Double Fine, so it's on all the Game Pass. Any iteration of Game Pass, it is on there. I have not played this game. You might love this game. Maybe. It's a very cute, oh, like, cute. like JRPG style game where like you're these little kids who get dressed up and, and you run into people and then you do these like battles, but it's like the kid who's a robot in battle, he becomes this giant like Gundam thing. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's just got a lot of charm. It's got great Halloween vibes. And again, it's extremely short. It's like three hours or something. Oh. So you might want, you might. Maybe I should play this you game check today it out. before Spider-Man. I think they did a costume quest too that I never played that. I think they even some, this was really strange. They did like a costume quest TV show oh, that I don't think anybody watched. Oh. I don't know. Oh no. But again, this is, if anybody's looking for you that Halloween, Halloween game. vibes. At Nintendo, I tried, really did. I tried to start this thing where it's like, hey, we have Luigi's Mansion 3. This is one of our great, quote, evergreen games. Let's do a campaign where we get people to play. Where to replay Urge it. people to replay. Like you're watching like the, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Everybody watches that before Thanksgiving Hocus to get in the mood. Christmas. To get or, in I mean, the mood. Halloween. Right. <laughs> and I said, I made this whole thing. Let's have a campaign where all of our marketing teams are working to urge people to replay every Halloween Luigi's Mansion yeah. 3, make it a staple of Halloween. And people are like, no. No, that's a stupid idea. It's a lame idea. What a waste oh, of time. What a waste of time. It's like, Come on. <laughs> What's wrong? And I've seen nobody talking about that game now. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great game to replay. Their new remake is coming out next year, unfortunately. It's like next March. Come on. It's not even Halloween. I know, it's too bad. Jeez. It really is too bad. Lame. I know, I would... Yeah, Luigi Man is still a little too long at this point, but I'm, I'm too far. Yeah, I, I don't it's, have it's too time. late. It's too late for you at this it's point. Too late. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe if somebody had reminded you starting October first so that you should replay this game, maybe you would have, would have and had and had a great time. So. Maybe, yeah, just maybe. maybe, just maybe. After all that, we have a Nintendo story time. Who are you guys still settled I wasn't, in here? I was not joking about this being a long episode. Long. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. The theme. I don't know how we arrived on this theme, but the theme of this story time. You have one, and I have one. Is pulling. All nighters. Yeah. Which is something I don't like to do in no. life. I feel like if you're pulling an all nighter, somebody screwed up. You shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. 
You but, might have screwed up yourself. Yeah. Which could be very or, or somebody did something like bad to you yeah. and put you in a bad position. Unless you're putting, pulling a, a gaming all-nighter, in which case well, that's, that's very fun. That's different. And you should definitely yeah, do this that. Is a, these are work all-nighters. Work-related right. all-nighters. Yeah. Right. And that's definitely not fun. Yeah. So we have two stories. Um, I will go first. Good. Um, and tell you about a time where I had to pull an all-nighter at the Nintendo New York office. This is when we had a New York office. Not the New York store, but the New York office. The New York office. Right. So this was on the the, the night before we were doing a really big launch event for Animal Crossing Always City Always a launch folk. event. Animal Crossing City Folk. Yeah, so always a launch event. That's been the bane of my existence. But this game in particular was really tough to do a launch event for. And the, the, the whole launch event was hinged around this idea of like we will have all of these different sort of experts that would do things that you would do in city folk in real life so in city folk if you guys remember that game you basically could take a train into the city and then there's all those little shops that you can go to like mm -hmm. there was like a fancy furniture store there was this like um gracie's fashion boutique like a, like a very stylish yeah. store Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So our idea for this event was we would hire these experts. So we had like a stylist oh. that would literally, if you like go to the stylist, they would tell you like, here's an outfit that would look good on your body type. Um, we had a phone stray expert that was there to like help you, like if you showed them a picture of your house, they're like, oh, move this here, so wow. you have better like chi flow or whatever. Um, <laughs> And then of course people could play the game, and there was other like really there was like a, a, a live painting demonstration. Wow, it was a really so cool, highbrow. There's actually a, a painting right there. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> like, is there a spider or something? You're no. like pointing off in the corner. Oh, this one. That painting. We yes. should, we, we'll take a picture of it later to show you guys. Oh, that's but where that came from. That's where that came from. I like from. that one. It's very like yeah. artistic and different than a normal piece of artwork from mm -hmm. Nintendo. Um, so, anyways, the, this event was really cool, and we had invited all of these like like sort of more non-gaming media so like blogger at the time blogger blogging was very popular mommy bloggers we had some mommy bloggers yes we had like fashion people we had it was like a, like a very sort of classy new york event at this like beautiful loft um where's the caviar exactly there, wow. i think it was like a brunch actually so it was very it was like mimosas <laughs> and like whatever. wow very fancy very cute and we were you know it was a very very classy event um the night before, though, we realized that the games that we got for the event were retail versions of the game. So they were just the versions that you get out of the box when you bought yeah. the game. They were not like the the debug versions right. where you go in and do whatever you want and set the game up. So you had an hour of tutorials ahead of you. Not only that, so we had, we had I think it was 20 game stations that we had to set up uh -huh. with 20 games that were not even unwrapped from the box. So no one's played these games. So we had to, you guys know what a, the beginning of an Animal Crossing game is like, okay? You start with nothing. So we basically like had three people setting up 20 Animal Crossing games to, to the point where you could do something, like go into the city and do the, the things that we were like bringing to life at the event. Um, having enough bells to mm. buy items because Someone's going to want to experience yeah. that at the event. Right. Um, and that took forever. 
How did this not get addressed beforehand? I wasn't I'm the sorry, lead on this, this game. This is a real rookie mistake. I, I was not say. the lead on this game. The person that was the PR manager, I was only, I was only like a, I was like a coordinator. This is Maybe before I not. even joined. So Maybe I was like an assistant. I couldn't be there to save the day. No, you were not Ask there. Ask the question, um, do you have adequate save data? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you sound like a flower? Why do you sound like a flower? I'm just going to use that voice now, the wonder flower. Well, that's Um... Yeah, the, the PR manager had a major oversight here. I'm going to blame this person. I'm gonna blame Is this the same PR manager with the vomiting last week? No. Okay. Different PR I gotta manager. I got to try and put Pin, the pieces pin, together. Pinpoint. No, the, different PR manager, okay. but definitely had like a whoopsie moment. Yes. By not asking for... And they made you do this. <clears throat> they made me do it. Did this person stay with you? Yes, they okay. did. Okay. That's yes, good. they did. Um... Yeah, so we sat in a conference room. Who was the third person? There was one more person in the New York office that was also on our team. Yeah. I don't think you remember this, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they also they didn't stay the whole time, but they stayed for part of the time. So the the, the, per, the two people that pulled the all-nighter was me and the PR manager okay. on this game. That person left around like 11 p.m. So What time did you start? 4 p.m. And yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. It was like... You, we could not sleep. We were just playing Animal Crossing all night. And the like, event was the next morning? The event was brunch, 11 a.m. Got set up at 10, at the very latest. Mm. And it was really, really bad. And the, at the time, there was a, a, a great person that was um, leading sort of the, the head of the New York office. Yeah. Who, who since has moved back very to... Very nice Japanese man. Very nice yes. Japanese man. Moved back to Japan, I believe. Um, yeah. But was very sweet. And he was just just so worried about us pulling this all-nighter in his office. He, like, got us dinner. I mean, being in the office at 3 a.m. is just a day that ends in Y for him. Like, he's always doing that. He, he, he did do it. He did stay for, like, a big drink yeah. in the night. He, like, got us dinner and stuff, Was he too. grinding bells with you? No, but no. he kept checking in. He's like, are you guys doing okay? Do you guys need anything? I felt it was, like, really sweet. Pick up a Wiimote, buddy. I was like, do something! <laughs> <laughs> I was getting like cranky. No, but like it was, it was really cute um, that he was very concerned, you know. And uh, the lights were like, all, I was like, it was bad. Oh, no. It was like, like the janitor comes like, in. Yeah, yeah, the janitors, the, oh. the couples, the morning and the night janitor had come in. Um, there's another guy that also moved to uh, our Japan office after the New York office closed. Oh, yeah. I know you know who this person is too. Worked also a regular in there at four in the morning. And that person just like regularly would sleep in the office. So like at five a.m. when I like came out of the conference room like blurry eyed and like he delirious, like emerges from under a desk or something. He emerged from like the couch. He like poked <laughs> his head up. He's like, "Good morning." I was like, "Oh my god, you're so here." Hello. Oh, because I was. I was like, "What? <laughs> Are you here?" I'm like, "Maybe you should like go home and shower." I don't know. Uh. Um, yeah, but we 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 stayed up. Pretty much all night long to do this. It, it obviously worked out fine. I, I went back to the hotel and like took a shower and, and got myself pulled together. No sleep. Zero sleep. <sighs> the event did not end that late. So I, I was able to go to sleep like pretty early that night. So that was okay. But it was pretty bad. Man. It was pretty bad. That's awful. It was awful. It was pretty bad. See, this, is, this is exactly what I was saying. If you pull, somebody messed up. If you're pulling this all night. I have two more all-nighter stories. Was there an apology no. issued? No. No. Was there a shout-out in some big meeting? Like, oh, no. Krista really saved the day? No. 
What's the you deal? Care. It's just your expectation. The expectation of you is that you're going to do anything in your power. Get into power this vomit costume. Pull an all-nighter. I did not go into the vomit costume, to be clear. Um, but there is an expectation at Nintendo, and I think you know this very well, too, is like you would do whatever yeah. it takes to make it work. And most of the time, I'm happy to do it. Like, honestly, when I was pulling the all-nighter, I was like, I, I'm happy to do it. But afterwards, I'm like, hey, <laughs> that was messed up. <laughs> I got suckered. I got suckered. Yeah, don't get suckered. I like how from the story from last week, people were looking at those pictures like, those pictures aren't even that good. <laughs> They're like, there was all, all of this like disgustingness and like trauma it for, was them, not for this. worth it. It was for this. No one remembers this Animal Crossing event. No. No one does that. Nobody those people cares. That have Nobody blogs, knows. Their blocks They're are long gone. gone. They're long gone. <laughs> Long gone. Oh my gosh. Um, but anyways, yes, there was there was that one instance. But I have two more other really bad stories about all nighters that we'll Are share. Are you telling another, those now too? No. Oh, we're gonna share those another time. Oh, I don't I'm think I know. You that. My all-nighter stories transcend this one incident. So these are all these are all Nintendo all-nighters. Yes. Oh my god. Right. Nintendo, you, you owe me thing. some sleep. Your girl needs sleep. I don't think I know those stories, so I'll look forward to those. And one of them you were very involved in. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Funny how that works out. <laughs> uh, mine is not as in-depth in yours as yours, but on occasion, and this happened more during the pandemic when everybody was just at home, was we would have an all-regions meeting to talk about Global stuff. Global regions. Yes. So it was typically U.S., Japan, and Europe. And sometimes Australia would be involved... Sometimes not. Sometimes like, eh, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he always gave them like the courtesy of like, do you want to? If you're available, please come. Sure. If not, we're gonna keep at, we're gonna keep moving. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it might be a weird time yeah. for you. It's like somebody yeah. will fill you in. You get the notes later. Ew. And every time we did that, you would have to somebody would have to pull the short straw because at one place it was pretty early morning, one place it was afternoon. And one place, it was like the middle of the night. Right. And there's something about like people in the, like, it's like a rush to martyrdom. It's like, it's like oh, please, please, we'll take the worst slot. Yes, we would we love to do that. We volunteer as tribute. It's like, what? No, so, we won't volunteer as tribute. For some reason, actually. like, Nintendo of America, like somebody would always be like, oh, we'd love to, we'd love to join at one in the morning. Yes. For this like <laughs> hardcore meeting that's going to go for like three hours. Like, no, I don't want to do this. Why are you doing this? <laughs> What's, what, what is that mentality? The rush to martyrdom. That is that like, mentality. Are you trying to like sh show off or like. It's just like, we're so flexible. We're the best region because it's like, uh, there's a lot of region competition at Nintendo, like more than you would think. Like, we all got along with the other regions, but the leadership team, like, they were always competing. But this is, like, such a misread where it's, like, nobody is, like, oh, yes, Nintendo of America. They did that. That one time they did a late meeting. Bonuses means... for them. It's, like, no. no. Yeah. Nobody would but remember. But it's, like, everyone wanted, wanted to, like, get on the good side of NCL. So it's, like, oh, what can we do to, like, ingratiate ourselves? I wanted ourselves? to get on the good side of my pillow and get some sleep. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, it's, like... There, but but again, there is no good solution. Like yeah. if you're doing it that way, and those are the regions, somebody's going to get screwed up. It's how Nintendo directs. Like one, a Nintendo direct is always happening at a weird time for, for somebody. For somebody, usually Europe. And Nintendo of America is big enough. Where I mean, six a.m. It's nine a.m. If you're on the East Coast, 
Like that's that's a quote good time. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah I did We've been many lucky for the last couple of directs. Many obviously. a meeting that was start at one a.m. and go until like three or something. Four sometimes. And let me tell you, by <sighs> you know an hour or two into those meetings, like you start to really like get brain drained and tired. Do you take naps before that? No, I don't. You don't know. I don't take naps. Nap. Period. Ever. You wouldn't like go to bed at no. eight and wake up at like no, 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 midnight no, 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 to no, do no, the no. meeting. No. No. Okay. I would not do that. And it's not a great environment for doing a big, important meeting. Yeah. Um, you need your brain to be functioning. <laughs> and the thing that always happens in those meetings that constantly drives me crazy, but especially drives me crazy in this, is you get to the end of the meeting oh. and it'd be like, well, we covered all the topics that we have. We're ready to wrap up the meeting. And it's like a three Mississippi. And then somebody's like, uh, I would like to jump in with an additional topic. And I'm just like <laughs> ready to claw my eyes out at this point because it's like, it's four in the morning. I've been doing this nonsense forever. I'm trying to get a couple hours of sleep before I got to get up to do this work again. But no, we have to have, we have to tack on all these other topics. The, the, it's like, it's like that, that's another mentality of bad corporate right. behavior. It's like, the, the, the per, if you don't say, it's like that thing that people say, like when someone, when you're at, at the end of a job interview and they ask you if you don't have any questions, right. you have it's to a have bad, any questions, right, right. bad look. So it's like when you get to the end of these big strategic meetings, if you don't have anything else, somehow people think it's a bad look. It's not, but somehow people think it is. And then you're stuck doing another like 30 minutes, Yeah, it just right? keeps going. Yeah. It's awful. It's bad. You just got to be the first person to hit Eject on the on the Zoom meeting, like oh well I didn't I didn't hear the question I've gone to sleep sorry, like like nobody would have been mad at that. Yeah, it's four o'clock in the morning. He said the meeting was over, so I left. I was tired. It was four in the morning. Sorry. Did you do that? No, I should have. You sat through that additional topic. I don't work there anymore. No, I can't do it. I'm gonna set up. We're not having meetings at four in the morning. No, we're not. Oh, that's so rough. You did it a couple times. Yeah, we had to do it a couple times. That was pretty bad for you. It was not fun. I was not invited to those meetings, thank God. Yeah. But that was pretty bad for you. There were also, like, some departments. Like, so we, we would have a weekly meeting with different teams. We had a Europe meeting that was at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, we had a Japan meeting. And at we had a Japan. It's like 4 five, 4.30 or 5.30, depending yeah, on the daylight the savings. Sometimes, you would have, sometimes it would be long. Sometimes it would be right. really short. But there so. were times where... There are there were some departments that are like, well, I just have a standing meeting every week that's at like 9 p.m. because that was the convenient time for, for my Japanese counterpoint. There was that one time period where me and this other person You had a meeting team, that was bad. I was working on mobile games yeah. at the time for like creator like influencer stuff for mobile games. Yeah. And we had a six to eight p.m. meeting every single week for like eight months. Nope. That was rough. Yeah. Let me tell you. And you were like barely on the agenda even. But it was like, well, you can just sit through for the, you know. They two, forced me. For the three minutes you actually have something to they say. They would force me. Awful. And then sometimes it would be two meetings a week. It'd be like two, uh, eight, uh, six to eight was like the big, the big meeting with everybody where I had the three minutes. Yeah. And then they'd be like, no, we need a separate meeting with you to go into detail on all your stuff. So let's do another hour. Yeah. I was exhausted. That was during, that was like during the pandemic. It was really bad. 
really bad. It drained me so much. And then like I would eat dinner at like weird yeah. times. And oh my gosh, it was terrible. But yeah, like people would have just like these regular, these weekly meetings yeah. where it's like your whole day is just blown up. Yeah. Because of this weird meeting time. Yeah. It's like awful. Yeah. The global meeting schedule was is a lot tougher than you think. Yeah. It's it really can be quite draining. Terrible. But anyways, no one's <laughs> pulling an all nighter now unless nope. we're playing Mario Wonder. Nope, nope, nope. Um, on so, the news. Yes. On to the news. Had quite a few things here too. So this was fresh as of this morning. Uh, Sony has put out some sales numbers for Spider-Man 2. They're quite good. I'll read the tweet. Great news, Spidey fans. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 PS5 has sold more than 2.5 million copies in the first 24 hours. Thanks for making this a high-flying launch. So they also have down below, it says it's the fastest selling PlayStation Studios game in PlayStation history. Wow. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, the 2.5, I don't have off the top of my head, like, what else? Yeah, other things was like, there's other time periods. It's like, God of War was right. like 5 million, but in like three days. Yeah, you so can, can, you can always slice, you can always slice these numbers to find something that's advantageous for you, but the fastest, fastest selling, selling PlayStation is... Studios game, that's notable. I mean, that's it, very notable. A lot of their games have been M-rated, so this probably helps that this mm. is not an M-rated game. Oh, good point. Just to give you a bit more of a big... Audience. audience, yeah. But yeah, I, I I wasn't super surprised. I expect this to be just a massive, you know, sales juggernaut because it's. So, I mean, everybody loves Spider Man. Yeah. Everybody, I, even I hate I hate spiders. I love Spider Man. We are one of the two point five people that bought the the game. <laughs> so. I haven't bought it yet. Oh, I bought it. Oh. So I, I'm one of the two point five <laughs> people that bought this I game. I haven't bought it. Woohoo! The contribute contributions. There have not been. <laughs> A there's not been an announcement for Mario yet. And oh, I'm, I'm sure. And it's I wonder a if there will be. You 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 what? I think it's gonna be a juggernaut of. Huge but do you numbers. think there will be an announcement? Oh. Momentum release. Momentum release could be. I think you definitely could because yeah. you have. So the reason that these often don't happen is because like you're you're caught up you're you're competing yourself to something else that did very good. Right. But in this case, like, There's nothing around if you're talking you. about 2D Mario games, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, maybe in the 80s and 90s you sold a lot, but like, New Super Mario Brothers U was a launch game, so that that's not going to be a fast seller, right? So you probably um, have a pretty clear runway. I'm pretty sure that they broke something that they, they could talk about. Yeah, but sometimes they have reasons not to do it. So yeah, yeah. I wonder if they we'll would get the do numbers it. at some point. I wonder if they would do it though because. You are getting closer and closer to right. like the hot sh holiday shopping Black Friday. You need to stuff. induce FOMO. Got it. You got to induce yes FOMO to buy. Um, yes. So that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how the game did for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next. So Nintendo uh -huh. Nintendo did have a launch event for Mario Wonder, and kind of like they did for Tears of the Kingdom, Doug Bowser was at that and did some interviews. Which are interesting because he seems to get asked about everything but the game he's there to promote. Yeah. So he did this interview with I'm not, I'm not familiar with this outlet. Inverse, do you know that? Yeah, they they've been I've seen them on Metacritic, I've read some of their stuff, mm. but it they do seem to be not your typical like, you know, IGNs. Yeah. Yeah. World. So there were a couple things from this that got out that are honestly nothing comments, but he got asked about 
the Switch successor, and it was just kind of like a hodgepodge of things that he was asked. He nervous. And then the first <laughs> sentence in the response was, well, first, I can't comment, or I won't comment, oh I should boy. say, on the rumors that are out there. Oh boy, oh boy. So it was just, nervous. you know, yeah. nerves and, and downhill from there. I mean, the thing is, like, if if you're paying attention to what Mr. Furukawa is saying and the things that get said in those financial meetings, you don't need to pay attention to a Doug Bowser interview. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we both love Doug, but he is just not authorized to share new information. Mm -hmm. Like, his job for these interviews is to get up to speed on everything that has been said publicly and just be kind of like an aggregator of that yeah, information. a megaphone for that, for the Absolutely. U.S. market. Like anything that's getting into new territory, that's where you can see him getting nervous of like, whoa, this is the off-limit stuff. I can't talk about this. Yeah, so. this is the thing on the Q&A that they highlight in yellow. That's like if you get asked this question, here's like the very stock answer. But right. even if he has the stock answer, you can tell that he's a bit right. nervous. Right, so the Nintendo account was the one thing that Mr. Furukawa had talked about before. So that right. was the one thing that he could say there. Right. Um But it's just funny that he does so few interviews that when he gets out there, there's just this buildup of topics that people want to ask him about mm -hmm. that have nothing to do with Mario Wonder or and Zelda this keeps, or, or this anything keeps else. Compounding, right? Because then he gets nervous, and then when Japan sees this kind of headlines and these kinds, especially of headlines, this next headline, <laughs> they don't like it, and so they they try to trap him again. They yeah. try to like lock him away, right? Right. And then the next thing he does is like it kind of the cycle repeats itself. So it's not great. And I, I think it, it kind of is unfair to Doug, honestly, yeah. to put him in this kind of position. So the next topic he got asked was about oh, unions. Boy. This one. And and then the it, headline. Well, the head the headlines got a little bit out of control. So the headline, yeah. I think I pulled this from Game Developer, was Doug Bowser says Nintendo of America is too happy to unionize. Bowser believes Nintendo of America has done such a good job of being inclusive and securing proper work-life balance that a union is not needed right now. Oh boy. Have you read the, the full like interview I have. response? I have read the full interview, yes. Like he does kind of I, th I think this this headline is a little bit it's sensationalized. out of control. But. And he, he makes points that are actually factual. The points that he makes is like in terms of what is proving what he's saying about people at Nintendo being happy or, or, or workers being satisfied, employees being satisfied, is that there is a long tenure for That's Nintendo true. employees. That's fact. That's very true. That's very true. Um, there is a very high, there's a very low turnover rate and a very high um, tenure for Nintendo employees. The other thing he mentions is that they do this, this yearly company survey. Mm -hmm. That is also true, um, where they, they do ask the employees, like, a number of things, and they they do take that survey very seriously, um, and we 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 contributed to many of those surveys throughout our tenure at Nintendo. So they they do they are asking employees how they are feeling. Those are all facts. Um, the thing about the unions, I actually really like what Reggie said about this when we talked to him, mm -hmm. which is like unions, they, they play an important role of like filling this gap. Yeah, like if there is a gap that's needed that's not being addressed by or met or met then that's where they can come in like, yeah I, I i'm sure there are gaps um that you know would benefit from this i i don't know if those are big enough yet to become something but like no company is perfect N nintendo america certainly is not perfect um but you know if uh, unless there's a big enough gap that's identified like it it does make sense that there's you know there's nothing right now i guess yeah, I mean, when we were there, that's when the whole unions and gaming topic 
was coming up, mm-hmm. it was not really on a lot of people's radar. Yeah. It definitely was not on like the leadership's radar. Right. Um, I'm sure it is now, though. Um, sure. You know how they would respond. I mean, he did end end the interview with kind of the legal mandated statement of like everybody has a right to unionize. Yes. We're not union busting out here. No, you can't um, do that. It would be interesting to see what would happen if there was some move for employees to do that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this is one where it's just like, just, I don't know. Again, I agree. Like, I, if he if he doesn't have anything new to say and he gets asked these hard questions, what is the value of putting him out there to do it? Right, right. And he's not really able to give, like, definitive answers that really, like, right. shuts down these questions either. And you just get these weird headlines like this. And then you get you get these headlines, exactly. So it, it's tough for him. I, I recognize that it, he's put in a bad spot. And he's he is down to do this sort of thing. Like he's like, yes, I'll I will gladly do this if you think this would help the cause. So it's not like he is, you know, being being pulled out against his will to do this interview. But it may be time to question what the actual what what is our actual is. strategy and what are we actually getting results wise exactly from these, these headlines have nothing to do with Mario Wonder. They have nothing to do with what they're trying to do right now this holiday, which is to and he's sell def- Nintendo Switch. And, and he's definitely game. getting an email from somebody in Japan when they see this headline. He's getting yelled at. And <laughs> which it's not stinks. Great. And I feel bad for him. That is the worst position to be yeah, in. Yeah, it is so bad. It's like he's I was literally out. following the approved statements, and I, I, I don't control what the headline is. Yeah, and yet, And yet, you know, somebody's He's going to get somebody's an mad. email about this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I wanted to send them an email about this. Uh, Nintendo has removed the original Switch reveal trailer oh, from yes, YouTube. Yes, yes, yes. Those pesky rights. Buy the rights, Nintendo. Just buy the rights. Goodness sakes. Pay them so you can use the trailer right. in perpetuity. So you don't have to remove. What a what a silly thing to to remove. A piece of your history, you know. That's just that's just silly. Yeah, this was annoying to me now that Nintendo has its official museum. You would think maybe they have a different mindset on preservation of these important moments in gaming. And I think this shows kind of a gulf in how they're looking at it, where the product is the story. These kind of ancillary things like, no, we will never talk about any marketing that we ever did. That's just like, that is that is so like outside the boundaries of how we are looking at this. Like, let that go. We don't care. That's the past. That is such a, uh, Which a is a mis- short-sighted A misread way. of how the public views it. And how can you have a true um, preservation of a product's history without the context? Right. That's something that we learned so much from Frank um, yes. at the Video Game Foundation. Very good point. And it's such a important point. Like when you show a Nintendo Switch to somebody in like 200 years and they don't have any context around them about the launch and what it meant and what came before it and why people were excited and what it, what it, you know, what happened in that time, in that moment in time, and you just put the hardware in their hand, it's going to mean nothing. It's going to yeah. mean absolutely nothing to them. So having this kind of attitude towards... Um, you know, the things that are so important surrounding your actual product is really, frankly, stupid. And I think it's going to come back to hurt them later on. They don't care. But yeah, it I mean, very, it's very stupid. 
your history is not like what is convenient for you to save have out there and save like <clears throat> yeah it probably costs more money to renew whatever rights you need for this you have money just do it you just made just pay the money so much money <clears throat> billions seen, of dollars and i've seen people saying like well who cares it's on the ign page and it'll always be on the ihn page but it's like if the company that is the cre is the creator of this doesn't even care that tells you a lot about how they feel about this new initiative yeah. that I think a lot of us have very high hopes for and could be this new big new thing in the industry that mm -hmm. also needs to do more in terms of preservation. So yeah. Yeah. it's just a bummer. It's really a bummer that they haven't changed their, you know, their way, the way, they, the way that they're perceiving this. Yeah. Lastly, oh boy, Phil. Phil Spencer was out there. <clears throat> so they have, so since Major Nelson left, they took a few weeks off of the official Xbox podcast, and then they relaunched that with our good friend, uh, Jeff Rubenstein, kind of at the helm of that. Yeah, And it seems Jeff. to have been going great. And hey, imagine this, an official uh, podcast where you can have your leadership, your leadership come on, on and, and share news and talk about important what topics that your community cares about. That sounds like a terrible project we should totally shut down. <laughs> and did. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, this is doing no good at all. But yeah, he came on to talk about a variety of things pertaining to the Activision merger. And there are a couple important points from that. So they talked about Call of Duty. And then he was saying about how all the versions of Call of Duty going forward are going to be all the same. So it's like, we are not going to nerf the other versions yeah. to get you to buy an Xbox or to buy that version of the game. So I think 100% that's... 100% parody. It was, like, it was like other things that we've done, like... Um, like beta exclusives on a platform. Mm -hmm. It's like, it sounds like he just wants to get rid of all of that. Yeah. So I think that's a good idea. And something, it is. something you can do now that you, you own it all, on, all on every platform yeah. is just, you know, make this for the people and make all the content available for everybody. So that yeah. sounds like a good idea. Simplifying everything is a good idea. Just keep it simple and make it the same. Because it does seem like it had yo-yoed where it was like, oh, well, one year... PlayStation has the marketing exclusive, so they get all this stuff, and then, oh, now it's back to Microsoft, and, like, I don't play a lot of Call of Duty, but I can imagine, like, whoa, whoa, I need to, which one am I paying attention to? Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Right, exactly. It's too much for me to follow, <laughs> Yeah. So. And now you do have this, you know, the committed to doing uh, Nintendo versions, whether that's, I was it going to be on the Switch or the next thing? Yeah. But that'll be interesting to see. And if they can keep <clears throat> the parody for all of the platforms. Right, is that going to be a hard thing for them to do? Right, but if they can pull it off that's a massive you know audience that they can tap into so yeah yeah he talked about all of the new ip that they now have and it sounds mm -hmm. like he is um excited about all the possibilities that are on the table so you know he kind of wants to get input from the teams of who wants to work on what and he was saying some interesting things of you know if an xbox developer wants to work on a legacy Activision property that could be on the table or vice versa. If an Activision mm -hmm. team was like, hey, you have this old Xbox property that we might, you know, he's saying the right things. We'll yeah. see what the implementation is. Right. But and hopefully they have like now that quality process in place to make sure everything is like. Right. To, to meet a certain level. So we don't have like some of these quality dips we've seen with some of the new studios or integrating some of these studios. That's important yeah. as well. I, I think, think that the downside to that is. There's so many IPs that, like, how do you pick? And I'm sure somebody 
has some interest in all of them at some yeah, level. Yeah, it's like you're a fan, you it's know? It's like you can't so. just get like the shiny new object syndrome and be like, oh, wow, we have Pitfall. Let's make a Pitfall game. Oh, That'll boy. be cool. Like you kind of do need to have somebody be like, Strategically let's, let's, like tell you. Let's yeah. rein this in and focus on what's going to make the biggest but it's exciting. impact. It's right, exciting, right. Though. And then finally, we mentioned this last week, but you know, talking about when Activision games are coming to Game Pass... Now, he was pretty open about saying there were some conversations that they just couldn't have mm -hmm. while all of the regulatory stuff was going through. So right. they, they do have some work to do, but it sounded like that's going to be coming in 2024. And he talked about some specific games like Call of Duty and Diablo 4 that, you know, sounds like those are locks to eventually come once they get it all figured out. Nice. So I think that sounds good to have, you know, one more kind of proper holiday season. They still have a new Call of Duty to get out and then... If they can start rolling those out in early 2024 and have, you know, a really good lineup roadmap that of that, year. then that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a great way to kick off the new year, so. Yeah. That is the news. Let's get into some of our questions from our Patreon community. First is from, I see people are doing these Halloween themed I love these names. <laughs> just, they're all, throw they're me all, off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is from Spook Obscura. The question is, how do you feel about rumors and speculation? Do you find it more fun or frustrating? Are there times when it is acceptable? Are there times when it's exhausting? Did your opinions on this change once you were no longer working at Nintendo? I think we're pretty good about dealing with rumors and speculation. Like, we have a really good radar for when rumors are just pure nonsense and people are looking for clicks or trying to get views um, on, their, on their stuff. Um, but we also have a pretty good sense when, like, mm, this one seems like it's going to become something. Right. Like, the, where there's smoke, there's fire kind of situation. And we've honed those because we've worked at Nintendo and we, we've seen it in the inverse, right? And so they don't really bother me because I'm very quickly able to say, like, don't pay attention to that one. That's pure nonsense. This one I'm going to watch because mm, it could become something. Um, so I'm not frustrated by it. Uh, I think that at times they are acceptable to kind of give you just a, a little sneak into like what could be happening and just get your, your mind thinking in that direction. Like I, I think there is some value to that. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, you and I are like very equipped to dealing with these in a, in a unique kind of way. So. Yeah, I think we're very careful about the rumors we talk about on this podcast because they're not always true and... People can get hung up on some of these rumors that aren't true, but they want to be true. So, yeah. you know, we, we dealt with that when it was like Switch Pro nonstop, where people just talked themselves in. There was so much conversation of like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. And then all of a sudden it's like, that's happening. And obviously it didn't happen. And people were disappointed by this thing that never, Nintendo never talked about, never existed. So I think that's where I get frustrated, where it's like, let's... Let's not talk ourselves so far down this that we are disappointed if it doesn't happen because we don't know right. for sure. I think as long as you are keeping them at the proper arm's length yeah. of like, if this is true, then here's what it means. Yeah. We're not here to like rile you guys up. I mean, there are, there are channels out there. It's like, that's all they do. I it's just like rumor, not, rumor, rumor. Yeah, We're going to spin like, you up. I'm not a spin yeah. you up kind of, kind of person. Yeah. Like, I would never do that to, I don't think we would ever do that to our audience. Right. Like, we would only talk about a rumor if we, we truly believe, like, hmm, there's maybe something to it. Maybe not, but right. from our 
perspective, there could be something to this. So let's pay a little bit of attention to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Talk about it a little bit. Kai Exorcist asks, <laughs> Krista, how big of an impact do game crashes have on your overall opinion of a game? Kit mentioned his final cutscene crash in Baldur's Gate 3, oh. which would have immediately disqualified the game from winning Goaty for me. How does this affect the way you compare the game to, say, Tears of the Kingdom? Well, how does it compare? The thing where it gets to be a bit of a bummer is, like, you are focusing less on your game experience and just like part of you is like, don't crash, don't crash, don't crash oh. when the game is very shaky. So again, I only started to run into that later in the game. I did see some other people saying like, oh yeah, later in the game, that tends to happen more. Because mm -hmm. of those save bugs. Right, right. Yeah, it, it, can, it can weigh you down. And if it happens enough, then I'm just going to stop playing. Right. Is... So you truth. only got one crash, and it was that end, end game. I had gotten like one or two oh. leading up to that point, but it wasn't so frequent. I was like, oh, this is a problem. It was like, mm, that's strange. So I never reached the point of like... Frustration. Real, or really being worried until I got to that last one, and finally I got through it, and the game was over. But Does, does it disqualify it from winning Game of the Year for you because of that? No. Oh. It did It did impact my perception of the ending because, again, I had different things happen in the ending I saw mm. through and the ending I saw that got cut short. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. But a game that just, like, crashes nonstop, I'm just going to stop. Right. Yeah, I agreed. If a game is, like, unplayable to the point where it's, like, crashing yeah. all the time. I won't put like, up with that. I, would, I wouldn't play it. Um, but if, if it, it's, like, one or two times... Mm -hmm. That certainly happened to everybody, and you're you're far along enough in the game. Like I, I definitely would give it another chance, you know. But yeah, there's something to the Nintendo first party games that are like tight. Yeah, they do not crash. They function really well. It's true. Um, that is something that maybe sometimes we take for granted. But mm -hmm. yeah. Freelio asks, "What were Halloween office pranks at Nintendo like?" Has anyone ever dared to scare Reggie on Halloween? I don't think it's possible to scare <laughs> Reggie. He doesn't scare easy. No. He's not like someone that's like, you can jump scare. But I'm sure if very festive in the office for Halloween. We would decorate our office. Um, there was always like, you know, trick-or-treating with, with kids. From Later on, we would do like department uh, uh, costume contests. What was that one year where we're all like breakfast items? We, our department never we did very well. It may have been because we were very we were constantly busy, busy doing yeah. 4 a.m. meetings and yeah. playing and up Animal Crossing. Yeah, it was October. Yes! So we were busy. Um, there was the one that we shared of the RIP Xbox. Oh, yeah, that was, that was bad. That was funny, but not for anyone outside of Nintendo. <laughs> no, that could have been bad. Um, one year for Halloween, I was in Redmond, and... You know, normally the treehouse is off limits. Like, you can't get in there. But because it was Halloween, and I think, you know, they do the same thing up there where it's like, oh, yeah, bring your family and do this, like, office trick-or-treat. Trick like, yeah. I actually got to go in there because it was just, like, open. Did they um, change it to a haunted house? Uh, they, had, they had some theming in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they did a good job of, you know, trying to acknowledge that and, yeah. and, and do stuff that was, that was fun for it. Did Reggie ever dress up for Halloween? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I don't think he did. I don't think he ever dressed up. One time he put on the me head. That was <laughs> he liked that me head he a lot. He liked that me head a lot. But yeah. that was like 
That was just like in his office. So right. he didn't mind it. I yeah. Think. Oh, yeah. maybe he'll wear like a Mario hat or something like that. Like yeah. He never like was. He's always like dressed like a suit or something. So I don't think he ever like dressed up, dressed up. There were some days. This is this is not Halloween. There was a trend in Redmond. This is uh, when the Seattle Seahawks were very good. Oh, and they wore jerseys. They would wear jerseys. And uh, he did that too. He would wear, he would wear, not a 12th man jersey, but he would wear like a, like a Marshawn Lynch, like beast mode jersey or something. If people get that, understand who that is. I was like, Reggie's from New York. I need to, I need to ask about this. Like, where's the New York Giants or like the Jets or something? What? He's trying to, it's like like a morale thing. Company morale. Yes, but there has to be a line that you cannot, cannot cross with these fans. Come on now. Fine. Company morale. Fine. I'll, I'll give him a pass for that. Gooltooth asks, I get and Krista, when it comes to the price of the Switch 2, do you think the currently extreme global exchange rates will have any impact in Nintendo's thinking on the price in order to combat mass scalping and exporting from some markets? For example, right now, the value of this Japanese yen is about 150 to 1 US dollar. That means that while the cost of the Switch OLED in the U.S. is $350, if someone bought it in Japan at MSRP, it would be only the equivalent of $250. This is a big brain question from Ghoultooth, a.k.a. Gartooth. <laughs> so, so normally, I always just assume it's like 100 yen to $1. Like yeah. It's often, it's like, it give is, or take. The dollar is real strong right now. Yeah, it's, it's changed a lot. And we have seen... Like some financial reports where they blame the, totally. the exchange rates totally. on like the decreased profit. Right. So I think the 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 question of like people importing it at a discount, I don't think that's something they're super worried about. I don't think because so like how many people are gonna go to the trouble of doing that? And maybe then, a lot more now that it's that much. I mean cheaper. maybe, but I do think they are trying to project like what okay, this is the exchange rate today. Like, what's it going to be in a year? Like, right. do we try and get ahead of some change so that... And price it. If, it's, if it levels out... We're okay. Because like, like, we don't want to do price changes. Those are disruptive. Those are confused. People don't like those. Like, mm. pick the right price now. And that could be hard. Yeah. Yeah. Economist Krista, what do we do? I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, I know. Think, I think they, they would project, I think you're right, they would project it. Because they do pay a lot of attention to this. And yeah. this does account for, like, vast dips and in, in rises in the, in, like, the financial reports. Yeah. Like, we've seen that. Especially when you talk about it changing, like, 50%. Exactly. Exactly. That's a, so That's a lot. I, I think you're right. Like, they're, they're not launching this, like, tomorrow. So that exchange rate might be different in, you know, eight months, whatever yeah. it is, six to eight months. Um, so they may have to do some calculated guesswork. Better be right, though. You better be wrong. <laughs> there are some countries that have their currency pegged to the dollar. So like you were just in Hong Kong. The Hong Kong dollar is perpetually pegged. That's it's always true. Like, it was like eight Hong seven, Kong dollars, seven, seven or to, a, to, to, to one. one U.S. dollar. Yes. That does, I mean, certain countries have reasons to do that or not. Yeah. Japan, Japan thing. doesn't. With the exchange rates, don't you think? Who's the poor person who has to tell, like, yes, this is definitely what the exchange rate will be in one year, five years from now. Yeah, talk to some economists, I wouldn't want right? to do that. You, talk, you, you, have, you do have to talk to an economist I need to call that. the World Bank and... <laughs> who do you talk to? Hey, buddy. Who do you call? Give me some Not inside info. Somebody else. A money buster. An economist. <laughs> the Natrix asks... <clears throat> excuse me. 
Hi, Kit and Krista. Mario has starred in so many genres of games, from his most notable 2D and 3D platformers to JRPGs, racing games, numerous sports games, and even an art creation game like Mario Paint. What genre or type of game would you like to see Mario appear in that he hasn't yet, or one that you would like to see him appear in more? Mm. Mario has had so many jobs, but I would love to see a Mario cooking game. Okay. What are we yeah. cook? What are we cooking? Like a, it's kind of like a. I would love to see like an overcooked, but for Mario Ugh. characters. You don't like that, but no, I think it'll be super fun. Terrible idea. Let's cook the meat from Super Mario Party. The perfect meat. Uh huh. Um, multiplayer game. You can play as different Mushroom Kingdom characters. Maybe they have different like little skills. That would be so fun. Okay. A Mario cooking game. That's great. There is a Mario game that I have been wanting. For a long time, like well over a decade, yes. that we will never get. What? <clears throat> which is uh, American football? Like we we're just talking with Reggie oh, and the Seattle Heat Seahawks. American, like a Madden. American, not not proper football, aka soccer here. Yes. Not footy, not the beautiful game. American football. Footy. <laughs> not proper football, but. You want more Madden? No. Mario. So there, there's even a game. That kind of was like a Mario football game, but didn't do well. It was uh, so EA had they have NBA Street, but they also did NFL Street. Okay. And the the, the fun thing that was about that, you don't look like you could care less about care. this. Listen to this though. So in, in normal football, you have players who are specialized to offense and defense. Defense, offense. The cool thing about NFL Street was you need to draft a team of like seven people. Uh -huh. They have to do both. So, like, if I draft Tom Brady, he's going to, you're going to have a great quarterback, but what's he going to do on defense? He's going to get run over. So that could be really fun if you have... If you Mario have characters? It's like, oh, well, I, like, I drafted defense. Wario, and, like, he's a big, strong guy, but he's slow. You know, there's so many, like, there's okay. actually a lot of strategic depth. It could be depth. fun, yeah. Right. That you, Bring the charge, charge and chuck. Charge and chuck. I was going to say, charge and chuck is, like, OP Perfect. in Mario Perfect. football. Right. You know I love a charge and chuck. I know that. It's my favorite character. One but, of my favorite characters. You know, Nintendo always wants to make global games, and American football is American football for a reason, because yeah. the rest of the world doesn't seem to care, so this will never happen. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. The other game that I would like to bring back is um, the Mario Dance Dance Revolution oh, really? game with the little power pad. What happened to Dance Dance that Revolution? It was so fun. I don't know. There's some it's kind of It's kind of fallen off. Oh, it's way fallen off, but I love that game. The amount, of, the amount of DDR games that I launched in my, like, year and a half at Konami would Wait. shock you. Oh, really? <laughs> there were so many More DDR. More than just dance? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Did you dance? No, I didn't. Oh, but there were dance. so many. We part, Why would you it, dance? It was like... It was like Six games in like a year and a half. Wow. DDR games. Like That's we go, incredible. Maybe this is why we don't make any more DDR games. Those are fun. And they're a good exercise too. Yeah. Yeah. DDR, DDR is I, extremely I legit. I miss it. Yeah. yeah. I miss it. Last question is from Duskoob. <laughs> Hello, Kit and Krista. Oh, excuse me. Hello, Krista and Kit. <gasps> me first? Can't Thank you. Have you ever replayed a game you once considered to be a favorite or regarded highly only to see that you didn't like it nearly as much on that rerun? I asked because last year I played through Fire Emblem Awakening again. Even as a near lifelong Fire Emblem fan, I liked it quite a bit and had it near my top five games in the series. Upon this replay, I saw major cracks in the map design that I must have forgotten, and the story was even less compelling than I'd thought, which was always one of my lower points on it. Yeah. I'd be curious to hear if you had any similar stories with some games experiencing an opinion shift downwards. 
P.S. If your answer is Fire Emblem Awakening, maybe don't replay it. <laughs> I'm so disappointed that you didn't like Fire Emblem Awakening. Well, when was the last time you played it? I maybe have not played it. Don't, are you want to prove gonna, his point? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna preserve my good memories. Now, now I'm nervous about it. Um, let's see. Have there been games that I've played replayed? I think. Like, give me, I don't know. You're freezing up here. I'm freezing up. You, you go. So, you know, it, it's not this extreme, but I've mentioned this. You know, when I last played Mario 64, I did notice oh, some some okay. cracks, some 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 age being felt. Mm. It did not feel as timeless as the, the classic 2D Mario games in terms of anybody being able to pick up and play and like, oh, this is exactly so how fun. I remembered it. Yeah. So, I've never had an example this extreme that's that's maybe a more minor example. I mean, I still had a good time yeah. with it, but I could see how like if you were not born, you know, in that era to play that game, you'd be like, this is this is bad. Yeah. This is this is not good. Um, you know, I don't replay a ton of games, right? Especially these days where games just get released constantly. So maybe this is kind of like a bonus of that where. I kind of don't need to, it's like, if I had a great experience, that can be my memory. Yeah. I don't need to go back and mess that up. Yeah, I rarely replay games as well, unless it's Super Mario World that I play it all the time. Yeah. But I think Super Mario Kart is my answer, actually. Oh, yeah. Because I replayed that one. recently a couple of times, and I just was like, this is really impossible to play. This is like Very extremely different. difficult. That's a good one, yeah. And I remember loving mm -hmm. this game when it first came out yeah, for, any, yeah. uh, for SNES. And then playing it again, I was like, I suck at this. I'm like, I'm really bad at this game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think I just, maybe I got worse at <laughs> playing oh. Mario Kart. I don't know. I actually, it's really hard. I actually experience sometimes an opposite of this effect when it comes to games that are older. The games that I played first when I was pretty young, and like maybe it was a more complex game than I should have been playing. Okay, and then you play it now, and it's like, oh well, now I have, I'm just, I've, I'm just better at games now because I played yeah. more games, and my brain is more I, fully formed. <laughs> I'm not eight years old, so I can understand what this game wants me to do more. Yeah. So I have experienced that of going back to like old NES or, or Super NES games of like, oh, this is actually clicking with me now in yeah. a way it didn't before. Yeah, yeah. So that, that can be interesting. That's true. <clears throat> yeah. Them's the questions. Oh boy. Thank you, everybody. We're getting there. We are. Should we shout out some superstars? Let's do that. Okay. Aaron Hash. Ben Icorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. Kiss My Flapjack. Mike Chin. Roy Eschke. Switching it up. Underscore. on. VGM Life. Link, the hero of the wings. Angela Bycroft and her pig Molly. Thomas Awork. Kyle LaBeouf. Roberta Nieves, sorry. Frederick Ulf Conradson. Andrew Juhas. Chili. Bruce Dash. And Rain Tech. Oh, you didn't change their names to their creepy names for the One Up Club? No. You can do that. I'm not doing that. But be, it would be hilarious if they did. If you did. Okay, One Up Club, graduation ceremony, just imagine the creepy names. A Ron Burgundy. Ale Alejandro. Astro Dev. Awesome 46. Bad Moon Horizon. Benji B. Blue Yellow Gray. Bookum Dano. Bookishly Fab. Brook Obscura. Brookie Kazooie. Chelly Squirrel. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Crimcat. Sea Roper 17. Dachshund. Doinko. Dolce. 
Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Espar's 50. Fart Priest 69. Fairbound. Fernie and Jess Forever. Fox Deploy. Frulio. Garrett Hullfish. Garth the Wolf. Gartu. G-Sun 101. Heroic. Iris Merrick. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry 92602. Jesse Hernandez. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hemmerly. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Jess Camtro. Justin Leminger. Kava 2796. Keith Kwan. Kevin Delane. Kilo Kibo. Chris Tarati Kid. Christopia Party With Me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Linnell Stickman. Lit. Luminous. Mad Dog 5981. Magnificent EZG plus Callie Marie. Marky Man 64. Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Motomania. Mr. Andy Palm. Mr. Beans and Dip. MSM Poke Gamer. My Tran. Nasir. Nathan Burkhart. Nick E. Ninja 11. Panda Bug. Pangy. Palsy Pace. Paul Yo Network. Prime Factor. Prince Charmless. Reaver. Ryeth One. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Rianetta. Sharif Jackson. Sheer Cold Vanilla. Shinru. Slowbro. Silly Ferret. Snaddle. S uh, Spicy Munchkin. Steel Citrone. Sunny Gaduru. Tales of Link. Tariff Storm. The Shark Among Men. Thomas Alvarez. Three Rivers. Topher Schmofer. Travis Torline. Trajawi. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tuscoop. Tyler Geis. Tuscoop. Video Game Stupid. Viridian. Virtual Bot. Weeb Kingdom. WG Grizzy. Wicked Davy. Will Johnson. Zudiverf. Zelgra. Zapati. Zoin. Wow. I imagine the creepy names in my head. <laughs> Come up with your own creepy names if What's you're playing along at home. Breath of Scare? Someone said Breath of Scare. It's a good one for you. What's your Somebody name? made, oh, um, instead, so, I, so you know, I go by Keto San. They made Keto Sans, like Sans from Undertale. Oh. And they even made like artwork of it. That's right. The Keto Sans I artwork. Was, I think it was Brustash who made that. It was very good. Like, wow. I don't even know how you do this. It looks cool. It looks yeah, just like it's you. It's pretty cool. It's really cool. Um, well, if you want to join our amazing community and get your own spooky name, then <laughs> join us on patreon.com slash Krista. If you are watching on video, you can go ahead and subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and leave us a comment. If you're listening on audio, you can also subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, and a written review if you please. And the socials, we are Kit and Krista on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Threads. Mm-hmm. All right. We hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hope you're enjoying Mario Wonder. Tell us what you think in the comments, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.